And we're going live. All right. All right. So we are live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Techonomics Podcast. I'm Chris with the Good Old Gamer YouTube channel. And as you guys can see, my co-host, Paul, from Not an Apple Fan, is uh, MIA today. He's not feeling very well. His kids ended up getting him sick. I uh, actually reached out to both Connor and Celso. Apparently, one of Celso's friend's kids got him sick. So apparently, oh. children are just getting everybody sick right now. Yeah. <laughs> monsters. <laughs> they uh, touch everything. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, how else do you build your immune system? Put it in your mouth. See what happens. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I want to thank Cotter from Graphically Challenged. He is uh, joining me here today. He's busy faffing around with a, a brand new camera. So we may or may not see his pretty face one, one way or the other. Sprite will be disappointed if your camera doesn't work, I'm sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess it's like some brand new thingamajigger and uh who knows if it'll be plug and play but if it does cool if not well you get a white square with his logo yeah cut <laughs> <laughs> kind of is what it is um so we're running a little bit behind today we're not gonna faff around too much with the uh you know the the like goals and all that we do have probably 60 70 of you guys watching only 17 likes if you guys can smash that like button that does help out we can get some more people in here because we're not going to uh waste any more time we're, we're gonna get pretty much right into it so uh the the big thing today connor we were actually just talking about you know there's only so much to talk about when it comes to cpus and gpus but uh looks like we got some leaked slides directly from amd that they're planning uh zen 5 is definitely 2024 now but uh i don't know have you heard anything what, what do you got on the grapevine here what, what are you thinking about all this well, when it comes to CPU stuff, um, my like my viewers are not really into CPU, and I don't really blame them. You know, it's like if you do have a modern CPU, you you're pretty good to go. Like unless the next generation is a massive leap, which you know every every single time there's a new CPU, there's always leaks. Like it's forty percent faster, and then it ends up being, you know, fifteen twenty percent, and that that's substantial, still better than we used to get. But it's not enough where, like, most people are going to wait a couple generations now. So I haven't, like, you know, somebody who probably knows a ton about CPUs right now would be, like, Red Gaming Tech. He's always really on that stuff. I've been kind of watching, you know, see, seeing here and there, what you know, what's coming out. Like, kind of making sure I know <laughs> what's happening so I'm not completely out of the loop. But in terms of, like, how fast is it going to be? I don't have any direct numbers. I'd say if I was to take a guess, just based on what we know about the architecture, I would say if you get 20%, that's great. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, that's about what same, I would think would be best case. Yeah, and I do know it's going to be same core count. Like, we're not we're not moving to more cores, so. Yeah, that seems to be pretty well confirmed as well, because literally everybody's saying kind of all the same thing. I think the performance uplift is really the... Uh, only thing where there's a little bit of a range, it's like 10 to like 25%. I figure 15, 20 sounds about right. Yeah, um, I, that's where I would expect it to land in. And if you get that, that's pretty good. You know, and for me, I'm sticking on, I got a 13900K. I'm probably going to hold on to it for, even if I like get sent CPUs from Intel, like like they did um, with 12th gen, even if they do that again, like they sent me a 14th gen, I'm not taking my computer apart to put it in, <laughs> like, to be honest with you. Oh, like, I'm just going to hold on to this for a couple generations, 
maybe even three, four generations, and then I'll consider like a whole rebuild. But when you do a whole custom water loop, it's like it better be a substantial increase <laughs> that I'm going to benefit from because otherwise that's a lot of work when I get a lot of other stuff to do. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's fair. Well, you're married now and, you know, all that. So don't have quite as much free time. You got your second channel going. So, yeah, that's understandable. But I don't know. The the old Connor, the Connor from a couple of months ago would be like, oh, but it's six gigahertz all cord. I can get 8700 DDR5. Ah, so yeah, part of me thinks you're gonna be like, yeah, all right, it's worth it. I got I got a couple hours. Maybe, today. you know, I always <laughs> it always ends like this, doesn't it? I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, by the way, my video is working on right now. But so I got it working, but I gotta just um I'll set it on the TV and then I'll have it pointing down at me. Give me one second. <laughs> okay. All right, there we go. So we get to visually see Connor. Because, you know, I got the 42 inch OLED over here, so I just have like a blinding white box over here <laughs> yeah uh new ram to water cool yeah sk hijinks has got you down man <laughs> yeah uh cole thank you so much for the two spot how many more years uh do a six core ryzen 5 well it depends on which one i got a ryzen 2600 in here we're gonna be doing that as our compete for uh june so, uh, just, just check out friday's live stream um that that's not doing it <laughs> no i'm gonna get you a video but be warned my room is a mess because i'm finishing my basement <laughs> and i all need right, to turn well, some lights on too but i'll do that in a second uh all right here you oh, go oh, you should you oh, should have oh, there me. we go there, there you go. go he's purple he's purple <laughs> yeah right. it's it's probably white balancing behind me and i got this this purple <laughs> thing on my screen right now so oh well you know looking I purple can turn a light on There you go. Now you can't see because you're blind, but you're not purple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, you know what uh, Discord needs is um, a way to adjust your ISO and stuff. Uh, just adjust the ISO inside of the software? Yeah, because like... Like um, OBS? OBS has it. Yeah. But not this one. I guess it's just going to be a little off-kilter. I got it on. I got a 55 inch. I'm using the S95C TV. That's what's in front of me right now. That's all right. That's all so, right. You know, this is a little informal. Uh, except we got uh, we got our first compete. We got our first competitor, Pony, with the Hundo. He's he's just showing everybody up at this point. Uh, he says, uh, "Keep your upper lip uh, off my screen, Connor." Slash the stash. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we got Goal. He says, "Woo, the stash is here." All right, so you have. Pony, who's competitive, so clearly you have to slash Stash because he's always right. But uh, Goal says he he's looking forward to it. Um, yeah. Now we need. I did Paul shave once. I did. I did shave once, like a couple weeks ago. You did. I know. That's yeah, why I was kind of yeah. surprised. I didn't know if you're gonna have it or not. So the reason why I haven't shaved in a long time is because when when I was a little younger, I still had some of that like baby fat you have until you get into like your later twenties, you know. Mm -hmm. And then also, I was just like. I, I wasn't working out back then or anything. So I was just a little more softer looking. So like I did not have a very defined face a little bit different now. I, I probably can pull off no hair now. Cause when I did it, I was like, it's not as bad, you know, like it's, it's not <laughs> as bad as it used to look, but it's, I, I still feel like 
I don't know. I, I'd it, like to. It's a safety blanket, boys. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I still want facial hair right now, but I don't want to do a full beard. So this is this is where I'm doing it. No, you just got to go the full beard. This way, you just don't have to shave. It's great. Like I'm literally just to the point where I just use the buzzer. I'm like, that's good enough. Yeah, I just can't. Ha- I can't handle when I get it on my my neck right here. Oh, I hate that. I can't handle that. Uh, well, you get used to it if if you if you want to, but obviously you don't have to. Um, Connor needs a new camera to compete. This is a new camera. That's a uh, 4K <laughs> 60 webcam. If yeah, you want to like, as good as it gets. Talk about it. <laughs> this is, I mean, the lighting is not good right now because I only have one light right here. I can put the other one up in a second, but I figure I better share this stream first. <laughs> I was like, oh, I haven't shared the stream, so I, I better share that. There you go. Uh, we got uh, 25 Ron from I. He says, uh, unless you earn money with your home PC, either get the 5800X 3D or 12700. Be done for the next few years. GPU is the only thing that needs an upgrade. Yeah, well, while I can completely agree with that, um, on my stream the other day, it became very, very clear <clears throat> that people don't want stuff that just works and it's cheap, which, by the way, over on Newegg, uh, the 12700KF is, once again, $240. So... Yeah, you should be buying that. And I have the affiliate link for the 5800X3D. They're like 290 on, on Amazon. Yeah, that's what you should be buying. But no, everybody wants the fastest. And no, I, I, not the fastest. You're either first or you're last. That's it. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. PCMR nowadays has turned into Ricky Bobby. 100%. That is it. If you're not first, you're last. That, that's it. Uh, and then when they're close to being tied, AMD and Intel, then that's when the fanboy wars come out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how God intended. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, because that's just how it always seems to go, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so with uh, Zen 5, the, I, I think the most interesting part is probably going to be the release date, because... Uh, we both kind of agree on the performance tier. We both agree that we're not getting any more cores. Uh, would you agree they're probably going to be priced the same as launch Zen 4? I would. They definitely can't put prices up. They're like The market will not bear high prices right now. It's, it's probably, in my opinion, like people's willingness to buy pro- like PC hardware is probably the lowest it's been in a very, very long time. Like uh, You have the super high-end guys who will always buy no matter what. It, then they'll buy the 4090s and the 13900Ks and the 7950X3Ds. Everybody else is like, I'm out. <laughs> like, is that <laughs> or nothing? There's there, nobody else wants to buy anything right now unless it's a really good deal. When I turn, like, after I purchase stuff and I reviewed or something, if I turn around to sell it, it's kind of tough right now, especially locally. Like, I got to put it online because it's people just do not have money to buy stuff. Uh, yeah, I've had a hard time with the the cheaper stuff I've got. But the second I put up anything high end, like it goes immediately. It's pretty hilarious. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So if I put up like, let's say a 800 to a twelve hundred dollar computer, it's just sitting there. I got three of them over here. I'm like, um, oh, we're, we're literally at cost at this point, guys. Um, <laughs> but if I put up something that's, uh, you know, like uh what was it i put up the uh, rtx uh 3090 i didn't want to put it in a system because i thought it would make it too expensive the thing was gone in like an hour i was like oh okay. i have noticed that like it seems like a lot of pc gamers are becoming less uh like 
willing to put up with major compromises. Like mm-hmm. they're 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 kind of like this is my hobby. I just want to spend like my, all my time doing it. And if I'm gonna spend all my time doing it, I want to get like the best experience I can afford. And oh, I thought you were gonna people, go with I'm willing to spend all my money on it because that seems yeah. to be correct. <laughs> yeah. So and it's like I get it, man. Like I I play like in my free time like. I'm either like right now working on my basement, lifting weights, or I'm playing video games. Usually I I watch some movies here and there and stuff, but like I spend a lot of time playing video games because, and I'm, I've just gotten to a point where I'm like, I'm kind of in that same boat where I'm just like, listen, I spent a lot of time doing this. I don't really have any other hobbies. I'm not working on cars. I'm not buying vehicles. I'm not buying other stuff. If this is my only expense, you know, screw it. Like, especially considering it's a tax write-off for me. Like, I'm gonna get the 4090. I'm gonna use a 55-inch TV as a monitor because it's the best like image I can get. Like, because if I'm gonna be sitting here looking at it all day, why not? You know, like it's I get it. Um, but it's definitely it. it I don't know. It's it's kind of causing a problem with like the the mid-range and entry level because mm-hmm. it's like now they're thinking they can raise the prices of those, and it's like. Well, no, not really. <laughs> it's just like you just have people who are willing to spend a r- ridiculous amount of money and then everybody else who's a little bit more reasonable. And the people who are a little bit more reasonable aren't just going to be like, yeah, okay, I'll spend $200 more. No, yes. that's not going to work. That's no. <laughs> yeah, w- which is definitely the exact uh, thing that I'm seeing. Before uh, I get into that uh, goal, thank you for the seven months of membership. Uh, he said, uh, Connor, any advice on a 4090 power connector? Uh, he has a 4090 gigabyte connector. feels tight, um, but didn't allow any bend. Never draws more than 450 watts. I mean, in my opinion, from the beginning, I think people were like really freaking out about the power connector too much. Obviously, it could have been made better to be like, more user friendly so less chance for error mm-hmm. um but like if you have that thing plugged in all the way as long as there's not like something legitimately wrong with it out of the factory which is a pretty small percentage that's going to happen yeah um it's just going to work so you and you can bend it to an extent like i mean obviously you don't want to bend the bejesus out of something right at its connection point that's going to cause problems right like you you can bend your cord you can plug it in and it'd be fine. Like I have a cord that's pretty, pretty bent in my case right now. Um, my favorite option right now for the 16 pins is to pick up like, uh, like not, an extension. An extension kind of works. Um, there's also like direct cables that like you can get individually sleeved cables that people are doing. Uh, cable mod, in my opinion, is a little too expensive. There's other companies that do it as well. I got mine from another company. Uh, for like $30 cheaper. Because, I mean, you're still spending like, I think, $40 on a cable or $30 on a cable or something. It's a lot. For, but it's... Cable <laughs> it's a, it's a lot for you. basically just an adapter, yes. Yeah, but, I mean, you know how it is. They can charge what they want because what are you going to do about it, I guess? <laughs> so, go, go build um, so, one yourself, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, and whereas Cable Mod, I think they're trying to charge like over $60 or something. It was just absurd. Um so I would take a look at maybe if you really want something that like looks nice and is going to have like a nice bend to it and you don't have to be worried about it as much. You know, it's a premium quality cable that doesn't have the stupid adapters all over it that look horrible. <laughs> like um, if your looks focused on your case, just take a look at some other competitors to cable mod. They're cheaper in my, my opinion. In my opinion, they're basically just as good. So I'd take a look at that. Yeah, I was going to say, I saw a few on Amazon that looked fine. Yeah, they were reasonably priced. Uh, the other option is you can just get an ATX3 power supply. 
Um, they're really not that expensive anymore. Uh, I've pretty much upgraded all my systems to ATX 3.0s because they're about 100 bucks for these. These are 850 watts. And guess what? That's going to do a fully maxed out 450 watt, 4090, fully maxed out 13900K with DDR5. And unless you have some crazy extra stuff attached, you're still only going to pull like 650 watts during yeah. gaming at most. Well, and to be honest with you, I feel like <clears throat> NVIDIA graphics cards have kind of reached the point where Intel CPUs are, where like, I don't recommend overclocking them. I recommend tuning them because like they're so far beyond like the point of diminishing returns already out of the box that it doesn't make more sense to give them more power you're better off like adding you know plus whatever 100 or you know 150 or whatever on the, on the core and adding you know 500,000 1500 on the memory whatever your card can do and then spending time setting a maximum voltage that you want Mm -hmm. And then you'll get you'll get more performance or at least the same performance for way less power. So like the 4090 that I had, I just found like, sure, I could get 2.95 gigahertz out of it versus like the 2.7 out of the box. Realistically, it was something that I could not appreciate in my games. Like I, I was either <laughs> hitting 144 at 4K anyway, or that wasn't going to make the difference. Like it just wasn't a big enough overclock to make a big enough difference. So what I ended up doing was, and this is especially a problem when you move on to water cooling is if your card has coil wine, it will get louder when you put a water block on it because there's less like stuff um, insulating it. Gotcha. Um, now you could like cover the whole thing with thermal uh, putty or something. Putty. And yeah. I, I'm sure that would work. Um, but I, you know, if you run a lower voltage, you get less coil wine. So I just decided I'm running like, I think 960 millivolts instead of the 1.1 volts that I was earlier. Mm -hmm. And I'm running like the same 2.7 to 2.7, like 1.5 gigahertz that it runs out of the box. But I'm usually drawing like 300 to 380 watts versus you running like up to over 400 watts out of the box or up to 550 plus watts with an overclock that maybe gets you 10. It's just not it's it's not a good use of your power at all. I would assume it, it'll come down to the bin because like on mine I got at 450 watts I needed all of it, um, but I got up to 3150, and yeah. so like that's a sizable enough jump over 28 uh, to to make it worth it. Um, so if you're getting 3100 plus, I'd say it's probably worth just going balls deep because you'll you'll get a big enough jump there to where it'll be noticeable. But yeah, if you're stuck at like two nine versus two seven, two eight, that's not really gonna make any difference. It's like a five percent difference, actually. It, it, like if you measure it, it's like five to seven percent. It's it's nothing. And yeah, the other it, thing is like, yeah, it's not so enough. I could do like three point zero five gigahertz or something. But the problem is, there's a handful. It's like every once in a while, you run into that one game that you turn ray tracing on at four K, and at once every hour, you might crash. And it, you have to drop like a whole hundred megahertz to have it stop. It's just like in that one game. Or I had like two games that would happen. It was like Dead Space Remake and Hogwarts Legacy, I think, were the, those two. With ray tracing on at 4K, I would crash. But every other, at, at like up to plus 140, so I had to drop my core clock to plus 120. Every other game I could do like plus 200. <laughs> but I'm just right. like, every single <clears throat> one around, like, I'm not setting up different profiles for different games. I'm just doing like a one and done deal. <laughs> like, 
right one one, one setting that works on everything <laughs> well I, the way i got mine to work was is i because i had the same thing happen uh i had to go into the voltage curve and basically i had to set uh i think it was one volt and then 1.1 volt and i had to set them manually so at one volt because with ray tracing and stuff it uses more of the graphics card the actual uh cuda cores aren't going to get as much power um so it would basically just run one volt and everything else chew up the rest of the power uh that one was 2950 so basically it was 2950 and then at the 1.1 it was 3150 and yeah it just depends on the type of game yeah the heavier like effects ray tracing and stuff it would run at the lower clocks but then all the rest of the games would run at the higher clocks so yeah it, it took a little bit longer to get that kind of worked out but yeah there are workarounds uh, if you're willing to do it, but you know, if you don't want to, like Connor's way works just fine too. Because like, what, what are you getting? Maybe ten percent extra. Yeah. But once again, we're talking about somebody spending sixteen hundred dollars on a graphics card and they want the best. So yeah, yeah. they're gonna probably I mean, want that ten percent. It, it's a trade off. If you don't care about the power and you don't care about the extra coil line, and you want an extra ten percent, you can typically get about on average out of a forty ninety ten percent more by overclock. Or you can get the same performance or maybe 2 or 3% more performance. And instead of drawing somewhere between, you know, a, a maximum of 500 to 550 watts, because I've rarely seen anywhere close to 600. You, no. you would draw like a maximum of 380 watts. So you can cut your power like way down, your noise down, and still get basically the same experience. It, it's just depend. But if, if that, if you really need the extra 10%, be my guest, you know. Go I, for I, it. I was doing it for a while and just went, nah, I'm done. <laughs> well, the sample that I had was must have been really good. I had zero coil wine at all, not even a little bit. And uh, the fans didn't even like hardly spun. So like it might have just uh, been a golden sample. So it could be. Which model did you have? Because they actually do use different components. On Like, for example, Zotac, I found, has the least coil wine that I've tried out of all the different uh, models this year. It was the Gigabyte OC without all the RGB. It was just the the cheapo, okay. the cheapest one. And yeah, so it's it's a mix of like so with coil wine, it's a mix of lottery plus components. Yeah, like it it, it depends. It's so and, and plus whatever shroud they use. So if you was like if you have a, if you win the lottery and you get on top of that a, a card where on the PCB they use like really good inductors and the VRMs are all, all like not noisy, and and it's been all like soldered correctly and all that <laughs> and they use a, a shroud that like covers it well yeah you won't hear anything <laughs> so it, it, there's it's a little bit a little bit of both yeah well uh, like i said i found it just very interesting that everybody was talking about the coil wine i'm like i haven't heard any uh real quick we got a couple super here thank you i for the 25 ron he said uh people who had 200 dollars to spend last year uh now have 210 but inflation took uh, 50 out of that, uh, the answer is uh, raising prices on the low end. Well, they just have to sell you less at the same price is basically the only thing that they could do. Uh, and Tough Gamer Dad, I'll wait for Connor to come back because your question is for Connor. Oh, I can hear you. Oh, you can't? Okay. Uh, so he's uh, asking, is 100 hertz 1440p worth it or 144 or 165? I okay. I in my opinion, hundred hertz just isn't good enough anymore. Like, if you're playing single player games, fine. Yeah, it's not a problem. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. But if you're playing any multiplayer games, it's like the minimum. Like, you need a hundred frames a second to like even be competing with people. Like, actually, like genuinely, <laughs> even if you're not like really serious into it, 
I feel like 144 is the sweet spot if you're not like super, super serious. You like, so for example, so I, I review monitors and stuff. I have access to like, I, I end up getting my hands on everything. And there are monitors that are 240 hertz OLEDs that are, or even 360 hertz LCDs with like black frame insertion and stuff that I would actually genuinely play a little better on. But it's a little, it's a little bit. Like people try and make a huge, huge deal out of like 240 versus 144. It's not. It like it it you will play a little better. That's true, but a little bit. You you and, it, and it's like you're either good or you're bad. Like, like no 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 no. You need the best to compete. Come on, we, we're we're right, really right. we we already established this. That little bit extra takes you from shit to competing. Yeah, yeah. bronze to masters or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> well, whatever whatever the hell you're doing. Yeah, well, yeah, and you never know for somebody that might tip them over the edge, but yeah, yeah for most people, not so much. So I've just found, like, for me, 144, if you're not super serious, that's a good spot to be. Because, like, again, I could be using the best 240 hertz monitor ever, but, like, I'd rather have my screen look better. So I'll sacrifice that maybe me playing 5% better to just enjoy the experience more. And I find, like, my friend has a 240 hertz OLED, and he, he does well, but I do much better than him, and I'm on a 144 like no no not not possible <laughs> so like that, it's, that's, that's not how this works <laughs> a lot, yeah a, a lot of it's gonna come down to you know, how much do you play the game you know are, are you are you actually good at the game good does that matter i thought the more you spent the more you saved and the better you were I, I, that's what jensen <laughs> says so but there is a limit like if you're at 60 hertz <laughs> ooh, that's rough like you're at a big disadvantage yet you one if you're at 120 hertz you might be at a little disadvantage 144 you're at, you're at a tiny disadvantage because those people 240, yeah, they'll have a little advantage over you. But <laughs> but if you just oh, you know if you're, if you're well, better, you'll be better. Well, come on, now, now you need 500. Come on, everybody yeah, knows 500 that. hertz minimum. Minimum. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the baseline. Uh, Gold, thank you for the 25 pesos. He says Ivan's here. Uh, where's Brian? And we'll have a full party. Um, I don't know. Maybe he'll pop in or or Phil. He might pop in from Phil's computer lab. Um, but yeah, welcome, Ivan. And he, he chimed in. He said it's Bronze Five. That that's what you got to tell everybody. Stop being yep. Bronze Five. Yeah, that's what it is. You're either a thousand hertz or Bronze Five. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there is no in between. Well, is you know that kind of goes with the you're either a forty ninety or you're everything else, and that's <laughs> technically not wrong. You know, it's technically true when you think about it. But uh, you know, it, it yeah, I don't know. I, I just called it years ago that there was going to be this great divide. And this is kind of where we were going with this. Uh, you know, the, the mainstream guys aren't going to want to move. They're going to keep value. They're going to do the bargain hunting. They're going to do what I like to do, which is, uh, well, I guess they don't do what I do because they still don't tune their stuff, uh, which those guys are going to have to learn. You know, it's either if you're not buying the new stuff, the higher end stuff, you're you're going to have problems in these new games unless you're, you're setting up your systems properly. Um, but you're either in that category now where you're you're hunting deals, you know, tech yesing it up, dumpster diving to save money, which makes sense because you might need to spend $600 on a graphics card to get the experience you want. And that might be your entire budget. So you're going to have to go figure out how to get the rest of the stuff you need. Uh, and then everybody else is just going off into the stratosphere. And uh, like you said earlier, you know, for a lot of people uh, my age, you know, 40-ish years old beyond, pretty much peak earning years and if gaming and computer stuff is the the hobby the primary hobby you know what's a 
you know, $5,000 every two years, $2,500 a year. It's like a hundred bucks a month. Pony just dropped a hundred bucks because he wants to be competitive, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a, so, like, it's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But like a lot of people spend a lot of money on other things that they don't think about. I know people who buy, uh, who go out and buy food, like delivered to them two, three times a day. I mean, you're spending you know, nearly a hundred dollars a day doing that. Like the people, it may, it's this is going to sound crazy to some people. But people do that. I don't do that, but there are people out there who do that, or they like constantly buy stuff on Amazon every single day, like a nearly a hundred dollars a day. Um, there's all kinds of other stuff that people do that they spend money on that's just like wild. That you you Starbucks. Somebody, even, somebody said Starbucks. Yeah, buying coffee for five dollars a day that adds up. Like it's. So there's a lot of other things and other hobbies that people get into that are also very expensive. So it's like, and you don't have to buy the best of the best on PC. Like, obviously, you can you can buy like a really great value product, hang on to it for years, and that's great. Or or buy used products. I love when people buy used like use eBay. I, I'm constantly trying to push like buy graphics cards on eBay because if like if you're trying not to blow all your savings, like. Why but, I'm gonna but, do a but, video next but, week. But Connor, but Connor, only the pores go on eBay and <laughs> save money. And, yeah, and, yeah. and I, I don't want to be the pores. So oh, you got me there. You got me there. <laughs> <laughs> but like next week I'm gonna be uh, so I bought a sixty seven hundred XT for two hundred and seventy bucks. And probably cheaper now because AMD's dropped the price and all their um so it might even be like two hundred and fifty dollars. And it's like are you really going to go out and buy a 7600 with 8 gigabytes of video memory for 200 and what well, yeah $270 when you can spend 250 to $270 for a 6700 XT that's not only faster but also has 50% more video memory like even if you don't But it has it, other people's fingerprints on it Connor jeez yeah. <laughs> So it's like, I love eBay because you can do stuff like that. So if you're on a budget, yeah, use, use eBay, mm-hmm. buy used cards, especially if they still have a warranty on them. That's great because um, that's, that's just going to save you a ton of money. That's a great way to do it if you're not like, if you're not. Cause, um, but but that portion. seems to basically be what it is. It's go to eBay, buy the old stuff. In fact, in the description, I, I literally set up three PC tiers because I'm like these. It took me like a week or something to figure this out. You have your your uh, eBay deals, which is literally the most performance for the money, in my opinion, which is an X99 5960X, which, by the way, combined CPU and motherboard, it's 8-core, 16-thread, it's 140 bucks, uh, and it's almost Zen 3 level. So that's why that's the deal, 2080 Ti, uh, and th- that was the Bargain Hunter tier. Then you have your mainstream, because everybody owns AM4, apparently. Just get the 5800X3D, like we talked about earlier. Just do that. Mm-hmm. And then 6950 XT or 6800XT, which by the way, I got to use 6800XT so I could pitch new 6800XTs for $500, but I spent $400. Uh, so I saved myself 20%. But, uh, and then of course, then there, there's the fastest. And uh, it seems like that middle ground is probably going to go away when AM4 falls off because those people are not going to go to AM5 overwhelming majority of those people are going to go to the 5800 x3d until that thing literally just can't boot the game up anymore i think i mean honestly that's a great way of doing it like if if i was on a budget right now or if i'm building somebody else a computer who has a budget um that's a like a reasonable budget that's not thousands of dollars 
um i'm i'm gonna be getting a cheap like second hand or like bargain bin like b450 am4 motherboard i'm gonna be slapping in a 5800 x3d grabbing a used 6700 xt uh grabbing like some bargain basement power supply that at least you know is good and getting some ddr4 that's like 3600 cl16 and it's like that's good enough and if in the future starts slowing down they can learn how to tune their memory and, and stuff like that and get performance out of it if, if they want to do that but that's well on that on that chip so you're not really going to get much anyway from that it's I, i've got four percent that was yeah it. it's not it's not even worth it you got the x3d it's like yeah, maybe it'll help more in the future a little bit, but like it's not even really worth it. Just, just, just get that stuff, slap it in, call it a day. You've saved yourself so much money buying all that stuff used. You've, you've got, you know, hundreds and hundreds of dollars left over that you didn't think you're gonna have, and you've got a PC that's really good. Like you're gonna be able to play 1440p. Another thing that people like, they're really, really set on running all ultra settings. Like you don't have to. Like just. Like it just in my in my opinion, you're way better off running a higher resolution and lowering your settings to like high, because like it 1080p ultra versus 1440p high, their heresy, heresy. Yeah, <laughs> the performance <laughs> might not be that different, but visually, 1440p high is gonna look way better than 1080p ultra. <laughs> like it's gonna be a big difference. Heresy. Boo this man. <laughs> Boo this man. No. Every graphics card must run ultra ray tracing. I don't know if you've <laughs> not read comments. Every graphics card, top to bottom, down the stack, you know, the, the $100 graphics cards need to run ultra ray tracing or else. Um, these are the people that are going to, whether they know it or not, you know, because right now they're part of the pores. You know, they're they're in that category <laughs> where they, they're not buying what they need and then the entirety of youtube like ivan i don't know if you saw his video today but it was hilarious uh he's literally did a video saying everything we talked about on our stream part of me thinks you watched our video the other day because uh that i was just like gotta lean into the don't be poor thing and that's what they want they want somebody to tell them to stop being poor and just go buy the 4090 that's what everybody who's complaining about the 400 entry-level graphics card that's a $400 entry level graphics card. They want it to run like a 4090. They just need to suck it up and go buy the 4090. And I think that's where a lot, not you guys, you guys, we talk common sense here, but I'm talking about like the overwhelming majority of people out there. That's what they want. They want ultra everything. And they just don't realize that means you buy the most expensive, fastest thing and you just get over it. Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, you you want everything to be at the ultra settings and the highest quality image, but you don't want to spend the money to do it. It's like, oh, th then just don't do it. Like, like <laughs> No, no, but it really has to, it has to money, happen. Don't do it. Just run high settings. Like, why? Listen, I'm running a 4090. And no, no, what? I there figured it out. We need I to run, stagnate graphic development. Graphics need to just look like PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in perpetuity. So <laughs> this way we don't get any advancement and in everything like a GTX uh, 750 Ti can run ultra with all the settings. That, well, I had someone uh, in my Discord who was trying to argue like how much better 360 hertz is over 240 hertz. And I'm like, man, you are just wasting your like, I hate to tell you, but I like, listen, if you're playing for money and that 1% really matters, I get it. Right. That's, that's different. For fun. Stop. 
Stop it. <laughs> like, no, no, they're they... competing because one day, <laughs> one day, they are going to win that $10,000 tournament prize money after spending $80,000 in computer <laughs> yeah. hardware. <laughs> and it's like, you, you do not need 360 hertz. It's like, let me tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm on 144 hertz playing very well. <laughs> and like, I, I, I don't even, like, sure, if I could like snap my fingers and make this display 240 hertz, I would. Cause like, Hey, you know, if I, if I can get a little bit faster speed, why not? But it's like, man, the amount of resources I was trying to explain. I'm like, it's going to require 50% more resources <laughs> to maybe make you what 2% better. And like, are you actually enjoying the game more or like with the, yes. like, Oh, I need to get that 360 hertz monitor with ULMB two. And I'm like, okay, it does look better in motion than a 240 hertz OLED. That's true. But like, is it actually going to make you better? Maybe, maybe not. Like, have we reached beyond diminishing returns? And like, is that worth buying a whole new monitor, spending 50% more on your hardware to get 50% more performance? Like, do you, do you really need to do that? Or was 240 the, the, hertz the, over, the overwhelming majority of answers that I get would be yes. <laughs> the, the answer to that is yes. See, like you and I are trying to, I mean, we're talking like logic and reason here, which is what we do on this channel. I'm letting you know, logic and reason have completely left the building. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> they have no business in PCMR at all anymore. And I know I've said that in the past before, but I literally polled my own audience. And these are these are you guys, and these are people that do know and they respect value because that's typically what I talk about um, and, and what we talk about on this channel. But what was it? Uh, I, I gave them a, a four or five way option. It was a four way. Um, it was like, do you, do you like small cases, big cases, just the fastest? And then uh, the other one was just games. And the fastest of my audience was still 20%. They just don't care about anything. They don't care about games. They don't care about what it's in. They just care about the fastest. I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. Um, and then uh, what was it? I, I pulled them again. Uh, 7900 XTX or 4090, right? Which one should I, should I be playing around with? I've already done the 4090. We already know how fast it is. It was 67% 40-90. They're like, even the thing we don't even really know about, because I haven't messed with it, <clears throat> we have no interest in that cheaper thing at all. <laughs> Just don't yeah. even waste your time. Just do the same thing over and over and over again, because that's more interesting to us. And I'm like, that's perfectly fair. Like, I'm not picking on anybody. You, I wanted you guys to be honest about it, but this is the situation well you can uh, do different angles on it like for example like i was mentioning okay we can take a look at overclocking versus undervolting. is sure. it worth it you know like that sort of stuff if people find that interesting that want to watch it like great well that's that's good <laughs> sure but uh, i think it's mostly just new game comes out use fastest show new game doing awesome um make people want to buy the thing here's affiliate link by the way 4090 affiliate links are down below um People buy 4090, they're happy, new thing comes out, rinse and repeat. And that seems to be, like I said, this is my audience. This isn't like Joe Normie who just goes out and watches like Hub or any of these people who really don't know anything about anything. These are people that actually know things. They know how fast budget hardware is. You know, I've done 12100 content, 5960X content, Ryzen 5600 content. That thing's still really good. Um you know, 12700K content. Like, everybody's got a pretty good idea of what, like, more budget and mainstream systems are capable of. But 
no give us the best i was i don't know i was a little bit floored by that and i was like you know what you want it you're gonna get it um <laughs> but i'm gonna sit down and wait for the 14900k and the new z790s because i'm gonna need that 8700 ddr5 you know? <laughs> otherwise you can't compete well, I got, I was just like, I, I was having like an OCD moment where I was like, I need to reach at least 7,200 on my DDR5. And now I could do more with uh, 32 gigs, but I'm using 64 gigs. So it's harder mm -hmm. on the IC. So I, I was just messing with it and messing with it, messing with it. I finally like fully stabilized 7,200. When I say fully stabilized, I mean like it pass it passes like HCI mem test and TM5. And then you turn the computer off turn turn the pull the pl power plug out cold hit, boot hit the power button wait 10 seconds plug the thing back in it do a cold boot with like when it retrains everything again and then you do it again for hours on end and it still passes everything with not a single error it's like it, it, man overclocking your memory takes a long time so I, I spent a lot of time doing that and after i did that i was like okay i hit the speeds i wanted i'm happy <laughs> I'm not changing anything. Like this is uh, this is gonna stay this way for a while. Like yeah, well, DDR5 tuning is a very special. It's experience. a mess. It's a mess because like unlike DDR4, it has like a very sweet spot for the different chips and PCBs for like volt <laughs> for like yeah. for mine for example. It was like between 1.4 and 1.55 volts is the only range you should really be working in. And like the lower you can go, the closer to 1.4 volts, the better. Like it, yeah. it was actually like I've, I had a few of those where lower voltage was better, and then like the same motherboard, just different memory kit. Even though like A die to A die, then it's like nope, we want all the voltage. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, most most chips or uh, most DDR5 I tested because I had like four different kits I was overclocking. It seemed like it wanted the voltage. I I can't even remember the name for reason anymore. But like the the voltage that controls, um the speed it wanted to be like very close to 1.4 volts and then the voltage that controls the um timing like in in terms of like you add more voltage it'll help tighter timings that voltage it wanted to be a little above 1.5 volts so like i needed at least 100 millivolt different between two different voltages on the dram <laughs> otherwise it just was not gonna work it, it's weird it, so i I, I think like right now I, I'm running like I can't even remember for sure, but I think I'm running like 1.4 volts for for the stuff that controls the speed, and then like 1.52 volts or something, or 1.5 volts on the uh, um, the the stuff for the timing. It, it was something like that, and I think I'm doing like 7200 seal 32, like 30. 8 38 32 or something and and of course the the rest of them are all tightened as well so i ended up getting like a pretty tight like my my memory scores were really good but it just was uh tuning ddr5 was a <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it uh if ivan's watching he's probably done it so many times he's, he's probably used to it by now but man that's gonna still take a while and what's even worse is there's probably gonna come out with a, a new uh chip here in the not too distant future that's actually it be good <laughs> it's gonna be so much better. We're just gonna be like, well, that was a huge waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's at, he's at least making money off of it. Uh, let, let's go ahead and get to Denver here real quick. Thank you for the five spot. He said, uh, I for one prefer to pay three ninety nine for uh, next gen thirty fifty, uh, seven ninety nine for next gen twelve gig uh, thirty sixty non TI, and twelve hundred dollars <laughs> for the next gen forty seventy uh, rather than buy good value. 
Denver, 100%, man. You're right on board with the gravy train that everybody else is riding. Yeah. Don't worry about the price. How much? Uh, my favorite is just spend however much you have. Have you seen that those comments? Just just spend whatever your budget is. Yeah. I'm like that's a really stupid idea. Because <laughs> yeah. like I've literally had to tell people they're like, yeah, I'm trying to do like 1440p 144. I'm like, okay, why don't you spend instead of spending six seven hundred dollars like you're planning, you can get that at like four hundred dollars used, of course, and then you have money in your pocket. No. Yeah. yeah we can't have well, that okay okay, okay fine here here's an affiliate link have a great day <laughs> i think the problem with the used market is it's really easy for people like youtubers and all that to recommend the used market because like we buy stuff there all the time we know how easy it is to do returns this and that and like even if it dies a year into using it you're like uh, I'll just sell it as broken and write it off as a loss. Like, and, and that goes against taxes. Whereas somebody who's on a strict budget, I think they're a lot more scared of the used market because although it's rare that stuff like actually straight up dies or you get screwed or something like that, if they get screwed like two months after buying something, they're out that money. And for them, like, you know, they're working really hard for that money. Maybe they don't have any extra in savings. Like if that dies, maybe they can't get a replacement. So they find... Mm -hmm. A lot of um, well, this this like is this warranty. is something that that Pony and I talk about a lot. If you can't afford for the thing to blow up, six months you probably shouldn't road. be buying it. Bingo! But... You can't you, <laughs> you can't act you, you can't you can't actually afford it. Now, I can understand if you're like looking at like the eighty dollar RX five eighty, and you're like, look, uh, you know, I'm working my ass off, I'm working three jobs, I'm trying to pay off maybe some debts and stuff, some student loans, stupid shit you did in your teens or twenties, and you're just like life kind of sucks and you need a little bit of fun that i get but once again if 80 dollars is gonna make or break you i mean Probably you might you, you might want to go see if there's some help or, or some sort of financial assistance because you're literally at that point where like somebody should be helping you out um if you can't do that and and now if you're like well i want the 700 dollars graphics card and you're like well you you only got 80 bucks a week to your name don't save up for 10 weeks you know to to buy the graphics card yeah, buy the 80 dollar graphics card that's like yeah if it breaks i can just go get another one you know like yeah, that, that's kind of yeah, where we're at i feel like at least within a month you would want to be able to like replace it if it like if you can't like at, at least now realistically and ideally if, if it broke you you should be able to be like oh i can get a new one and and not have like be really really worried even if it really sucked like you you should have enough money to like replace it in theory that that's a position you want to be in right but in a worst case scenario you really should be looking at it in my opinion where it's like if you buy something if you couldn't work for a month and replace it if it broke or something you uh, definitely you, don't need you it. probably shouldn't be buying it because that's you're you're putting yourself in a risky position that you just don't need like yeah. that's just not that that's how people consistently and end up like not being able to save up own their vehicle and stuff like that is because they they purchase things that they probably shouldn't have they end up having to pay for it every week because they didn't actually have the money and then something happens like they have to go like they break their leg or something now they have to pay medical bills you never end up paying it off it's like <laughs> maybe maybe if it was seven hundred dollars and you really only should have spent three hundred just don't spend the seven hundred dollars it's right. just it's it's too risky don't do that yeah a lot of and, people do that 
And, and I would argue today, you know, the <clears throat> three to $500 used market is very, very good. Now, granted, you could theoretically get screwed. I just got a 6,800 XT, 400 bucks. It's on its way. Um, could be total crap. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to stress it out make sure that it's not and that it is functional. Um, and then if it is and it passes to my satisfaction, I keep it. If not, guess what? I go, it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Give me my money back and I ship it back. It doesn't cost me a penny. Um, yeah. But let's say it dies three months down the road. Now it's on me, right? I did my thing. It was good. The guy wasn't trying to cheat me. It was running fine. But then, you know, life happens. Uh, At that point, it's a loss. There's really not much you can do. You can try and have someone repair it or, or you can just sell it as is. That's it. Like, <laughs> Right. I mean, you know, uh, even if you have a warranty, you still got to ship it back and then you're without, you know, so like, I don't know. I don't like dealing with the warranty stuff because they take so long. I, oh, man, I got an MSI board back. Uh, it wouldn't post at all. And then I get a, a new one or a fixed one. And then the USBs didn't work. I'm just like, the hell with this. I just threw it in the so, trash. Well, some of those companies will just send you other ones that are also like in the repair area. And they maybe they didn't test it enough. And they just send it to you because it turned on. You know, like it turned on and they plugged in a keyboard and mouse. And it like worked whatever they plugged it to. Um, right. Might not be the case for you. <laughs> so, but um it depends on the company. Some of them, like, they'll get, they'll get it done quick. They'll send it back. They'll make sure it's a new one or, or actually repaired. You know, it just depends. It, it really depends on the company you're working. Yeah. But, I mean, even then, like, you, get, you can get some bad stuff, uh, you, even from the warranty. And then you're out another, like, month because they take forever, too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, warranty in and of itself does not mean you're guaranteed a perfect experience is where i was going um real quick we've got a few more supers northern lime thank you for the stealth 10 followed up by the two with compete all right so he's on board with being competitive uh northern is definitely a computer competitive competition-y guy um thank you so much and then we have a uh, spook thank you for the 10 spot he says uh thanks for the memory timing vid for ddr4 uh, i tuned my b die ddr5 and it's really rough uh so backtracked uh to nice ddr4 uh and it worked nicely ddr5 it would not stop learning every boot yeah uh, if you can do b die does not mean you can do ddr5 it's a lot tougher yeah <laughs> yeah it's it, once you do it enough, you kind of like understand its quirks, but it just it takes like a lot of hours to understand. It's really strange. Yeah, it took me. What was it? Uh, I, I was talking to Ivan, and he was just like, uh, "Don't read the stuff online." I'm like, "No, I've spent the whole weekend smashing my head against the wall trying to figure this out." That's literally what you have to do, and that's coming from you know the knowledge of like I have no problems with DDR three or four. Uh, but yeah, you go to DDR5, it's like, nope, you're starting from scratch. That whole book is thrown out the window. At the very least, you understand like the voltages to a certain degree. But even that, you got to learn some new voltages. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then there's the heat. Uh, active cooling required. And nobody makes RAM heat sinks anymore. Have you noticed that? Like, yeah, Corsair doesn't make them anymore. You have to basically do what I did, which is like buy a water cooling kit for them. Or you put a fan over. Like, that's it. Those are your options. Like, there's really not a lot of options. Yeah, I got some knockoff like Chinese RGB cooler that took three months to arrive for like sixty dollars because I'm like, I want it to look cool, you know. And then yeah. I was like, maybe I should try to make one. You know, I made one. I I might still have it here. Let me see. 
No, it's downstairs actually. I made one, so I took two little Noctua fans, mm. and I and I took one of those old, uh, like single fan ones they used to make, and mm-hmm. I like cut it and then drilled holes for the two Noctua fans, and then put them into a splitter so that you have like a little thing that clips on and it has two little fans. But even that, like the little fans just don't move a lot of air, so it's not like amazing, but it gets the job done. Right, it looks uniform. But that that was before I started water cooling the ram. I was like, screw it, I'm water cooling the ram. It's the <laughs> easiest route. Like, well, I, I remember that because you're like, I want to see. Uh, this is back in the M die days. You're like, I want seven thousand, yeah, <laughs> or yeah. seventy two hundred or something. I was like, all right, buddy, have at it. So now I just have it included in my CPU loop, and it seems to work really well. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So that's why, like, I know a die's got to go, um, because it, it's just too hot. And I, I was talking with ivan before because about the 48 gig stuff because i'm like i noticed that they have 8,000 kits for that and i was like oh that's what the competitors want by the way there's an affiliate link down below for that one um which is in the don't be poor elite competitive <laughs> tier that's what i call it well and the problem with the problem with this like ddr5 that's really fast right now is like it is not guaranteed to work now n- well it is. is you have to go by the apex which is also linked down below finding one's yeah. the hard part well, even then, if you have like a bad CPU IMC, like a particularly bad one, it might still not work. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like true. It, there's a chance. Um, and like, even with DDR4, that was kind of the case. Like, there's a chance if you bought some really fast DDR4, if you had a bad CPU, you might be getting errors that you don't know about. Like, and you wouldn't know unless you really stressed it. It's reached a point where like, I don't trust XMP anymore. Uh, unless <laughs> like i i just don't trust any memory anymore anytime i get a new kit or memory um or or swap motherboards or cpus or anything i run like at least one like tm5 run on it because it's like i, I gotta at least check it because there's a chance <laughs> that it could be just on the edge memory that shouldn't have gone out the xp could be really poorly configured for this motherboard i don't know like <laughs> right so I, it's it's one of those things that nobody checks, but I guarantee there's a ton of people out there that like they have a really unstable system. And they can't figure out why, and it's like, well, because that kind of memory is just like on your board is just not good. Like, <laughs> well, like I said, I know all the eight thousand kits are tested only; they're tested exclusively on the Apex. They don't even waste their time. It's like it works on this one board. Have at it. Maybe um, the Z seven ninety dark. Yeah, the Z seven ninety dark yeah that that one maybe even the uh the 690 but yeah the, the 10 uh the 10 layer plus boards maybe two dim boards yeah. um but uh well, where, where was i going with this um but yeah the imc thing i guarantee you if you just do xmp it's gear four though i guarantee you oh. that's high enough they're gonna gear for that that's horrible I guarantee it. So you, uh, how many people do you think are out there with $700 plus apexes and $350 plus uh, 8,000 plus kits, which are technically supposed to work. And they were sitting there running gear for and not even realizing it on like a board, like the apex should try and do gear two first. Like it'll try it. I'm sure it will try. Yeah. Those, those those boards are really expensive. But if you get a cheaper board, it, it might gear for yeah like because they might just be like screw it we don't want to deal with the returns like just do gear four by de- default above this speed you know well even on ddr4 i think if you went over 3800 they they all went to gear two uh on the four thousand yeah yeah 
So uh, I'm pretty pretty sure every board that I had would. I always said gear one to begin with, so I don't know. But I, I tested it once or twice, and I was just like, oh yeah, you're in gear two. I just don't trust auto stuff. Like I'll, I'll even if something I want it to be on auto, like if I boot Windows and I see the voltage, I'm like, that looks right. I'll just go back into the BIOS and then type that in because <laughs> I'm like. And then I'll come back and check to make sure like load line calibration didn't make it go higher or lower than I wanted. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I want to make sure that it is like manually punched in and saved because like they can change stuff whenever they want. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. A auto means <laughs> today might be one thing. Tomorrow might be another. Correct. Yeah. A hundred percent. Oh, I've been saying I was going to say, yeah, Adi needs to go because of the heat. Yeah. The, the heat's just way too high. Yeah. So it's ridiculous. Well, we're about due. It was about this time last year. Adi started coming out. It's usually about once a year we get a new chip, but I think well, that yeah, they've... Samsung, I think, was working on like I saw some article where there was like a, a smaller nanometer chip that they were making. For... It, I think they were going to start with laptops, but it was like up to nine gigabit or something, like 1000 megatransfers on laptops or something. So I'm like, surely they're going to put something on desktop. So, I, yeah, I'm not sure when, though. Back to $500 memory to compete, boys. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> um, well, I'm out. I, I, I'm done. <laughs> like, I, I'm not come on, man. Come on. You need you need five digits on your RAM. Otherwise, what are you doing <laughs> with your life? Come on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm literally at the point looking at this. I'm like, I really would like to have 10,000. Like, just, just because, you know, I've been in... PC for so long, you know, DD, you know, SD RAM 100 was super fast, you know, way back when I was like, man, this is blazing fast. Now we're up to 10,000. Uh, it's yeah, like, that's crazy. It's, I mean, listen, it's pretty nuts. Once, once a 64 gigabyte kit um, can like easily reach 8,400 and there's CPUs, there's been multiple generations that they're like 40% faster than when I have, then I'll rebuild. <laughs> Until then, I'm out. That's just, it's not, it's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely understand. I mean, it is really getting to the diminishing returns point. But then again, like I said, after my stream the other day and talking with the guys and all the polls of my community of the regulars, like, you know, because the streams are the regulars, you know, those are the supporters. It's you guys, uh, or at least half of you guys. Um, that's just who you got to listen to. And that's what they, that's what they want, man. They, they just, they want it. They want to see the absolute best. And I think it's because they want to compare is really what it is. It's like, okay. And this is the other reason why I'm only going to be doing canned benchmarks from now on, uh, is because people want to compare. And yeah, um, well, that's the thing. So like, uh, so there's been this whole move in the tech industry to move away from canned benchmarks because they're bad. And I'm like, well, some of them are bad. Yes. But, like, why are we not using 3D Mark anymore? Like, I get that it's not 100% representative of the games you'll play, but it's like, yeah, but you can compare graphics cards on there very easily. So, right. like, I mean, it's like Cine it's a, Cinebench. It's Cinebench. Yeah. And, like, especially if it's like the same generation, 4090 versus 4080 or, or something like that, or, or like I'm testing a Chinese 3070 and I want to make sure that it's, where a 3070 could be <laughs> right well if you test 3d mark it's gonna be the fastest easiest way to do that and you can check hundreds of other people's results and check the average or, or the best it's just like why are we not using this it's just making life easier <laughs> like that's the whole point that's the reason why these exist right i why why should every single person be forced to 
spend, you know, five, 10 minutes running around in the game in a circle. If it which, which isn't representative of the game either. That's not representative either. <laughs> so it's like, I, listen, I think it's good to have both, but it's like, we don't need to throw them out. Like if it's useful, it's useful. <laughs> I would say he purposefully doesn't say what settings he uses or whatever. So the uh, people don't know what he's doing, so they can't complain. Oh, I, I <laughs> mostly stopped too. Cause it's just like, everybody's just going to complain it, it. No matter what you do it, no matter what it, it, what you can please some people and not others. So it's just like, I'll just tell you like as the, the specs for my system are in the description below. And then like, um, you know, I, I, I played on ultra settings, whatever. Oh, whenever I, I, I just don't even go into details because it's like otherwise they just complain and the people who are going to complain aren't even going to check the description anyway they, they won't even the, all the specs will be in the description they won't even look yeah <laughs> yeah my favorite is like what memory are you running and like i'll literally write it out with you know the ida timings and everything bandwidth it's like i went through the hassle of actually you know giving you literally all of the information um yeah i kind of stopped doing that now it's just shut up and buy here's affiliate link and <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, uh it's it's just funny because that that's that's the way that it, you know people really want it to go um so so what i kind of came to the conclusion of is the best way to go is to target the the three markets and and that's what i put in the video description your bargain hunter is basically what i am the person who wants to spend the least amount of money the min max you know spend the least amount of money get the maximum amount of performance um, and then you have your mainstream people that don't have a clue and that's just 5,800 X 3d territory written all over it. No tuning, no nothing, whatever crappy DDR4 you have is fine. Uh, but here's the B die. If you want that 4%, you always have to offer that. Um, and then, you know, uh, what did I have in there? The 6950 XT perfectly paired with a 78 or a 5,800 X 3d on sale right now. Um, so kind of like your mainstream 1440 P 144 type of system. And then you got to go with the high end. And that that's kind of the three areas that I'm going to pretty much just exclusively focus on. And I'm going to ignore everything in between because literally nobody cares about the in-between. Uh, in fact, most people don't even care about the two bottom rungs. They really just care about that top rung. But I think focusing on those three sectors kind of placates just about everybody that at least uh, I know that watches my channels. Uh, and if you're a member, which, by the way, you click the little join button down below. We talked about this yesterday on the Discord. I sent out all this information, got feedback and stuff, and everybody seems pretty pretty good with that. Yeah, I've noticed um, on my channel, like, people just want to hear about the best, mostly. Like, when mm -hmm. I talk about 4060 Ti and stuff, unless it's outrage, <laughs> yeah. like, like, people don't care about it. And it, it's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I care about it because that's who, what most people are going to be buying in. I think those people just don't like really watch videos and stuff. They they just go out and buy it, or they might watch one review, and go out and buy it. They don't they don't like religiously watch videos about what's new and what's coming out and how you can tune things. And that they're just like, I just want to know is this oh you know will it run my games without crashing? Okay, I'll buy it because this is how much money I have. Um, that's it. That's about all they do. It's it seems like so. I think it's it's tough because like you want to make those videos because you want to inform you know the people who don't watch as many videos to make sure they're saving the most money and you know, buying something that makes sense for them. But if they don't want to watch it, it's like okay, well I I guess I can't help you. Like 
Yeah. And then you're going to sit there and complain about the prices going up on the entry level and mid range. It's like, well, guys, we've tried. Like <laughs> we, we've, we've been trying for years. For I was the OG. I literally started that train back in 2016. <sighs> Back when everybody's like, everything's great. I'm like, no, do you not see how small these 10 series die are and how much they're charging for them? And everybody's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, okay, listen, I, you know, and I, 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 I'm going to keep getting mad about it and keep making videos when, when they're trying to rip off the entry and mid-range uh, mid gamers. Um, but, you know, when views are lower and engagement is lower it's not going to be as much. I'm not, I'm not going to make as many of those videos because it's clearly the audience doesn't want to see that as much. So it's like, then if you're going to, you know, if the, those people who don't watch many videos go out and buy the products and then complain about it, it's like, okay, well, we tried to, to, to get everybody to rally. You didn't want to. You weren't interested in hearing any of the arguments. And then you went out and bought it and complained. <laughs> you, you really only have yourself to blame. I, I don't know what to tell you. Like we showed you that you stuff on eBay. We showed you mm. the stuff from AMD. We showed you the stuff from Intel. You didn't care. So, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really, I really think that's when I really gave up. Is when uh, you know you, we, I would talk about like, hey, this is used, and I'd show everybody. Here you go. I literally bought one. Here it is. Um, and like I'd show them like my purchase with the shipping and everything. Um, and then it's like, oh, I don't want to buy used. I'm like, we're done. We're done. We're done. Just buy yeah. the 4090. Just just quit being poor and buy the 4090. <laughs> just get over it. You want to run ultra? Stop stop wasting my time. Go buy the 4090. But you know, it's <laughs> it's also one of those like there there probably are a lot of mid-range buyers that um they don't even watch stuff on mid-range hardware because it's more fun to watch what's the fastest. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like you go out and you buy a 2014 used Prius but you want to watch a video on a you know 2020 McLaren yeah. or something you know it's like because who wants to watch the the Prius mm -hmm. go around unless it's you put a V8 in it or something like <laughs> yeah and and so, uh so, somebody had the perfect comment because I was talking about like the the budget stuff and they were like uh this, I'm gonna butcher it but it was effectively the cheap stuff is really cheap and good but anybody who wants that stuff can eat should be able to easily afford that so they likely would have already bought it so there's no point in talking about budget stuff because it is so cheap that anybody who actually would want to buy it would buy it what people don't just go out and buy is a 1600 graphics card without watching all of the videos on it not that really kind of hit it home that makes for sense me. and i was it's like a bigger decision it's like that's a lot of money even if you make a lot of money that's still a lot of money like yeah, because I mean, no matter like how no matter how are... rich you are, that's at least two very nice restaurant visits. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's like even if you do make a lot of money, a lot of people who do like make a lot of money, they're like, um, you know, they're they're not going to spend it willy. So they'll watch something. Sure, it was a good purchase. So, oh yeah, by the way, I was going to tell you, make sure you remind Paul to buy this audio interface. Uh, it's the, the Notepad Five. I, I told him, so I sent him 30 bucks in a super <laughs> chat or, or to his PayPal, actually. Because I was like, get yourself a goddamn new audio interface. And well, so, it, it, his seems to be working now that he switched to the laptop. Well, it seems to be. Well, <laughs> I was watching one of his streams. And uh oh, something happened. Well. And uh -oh. so I, I sent him 30 bucks and I got like more people to send him money. I think he ended up making like 100 bucks from me starting the train so i'm like i found well, that's this. why i took it today is, off thank thanks yeah <laughs> it's 115 dollars 
and I've tested it and I'll tell you what, it's actually the best audio interface I've used yet. It's really easy to set up. It takes a few minutes to set up how you want it to get it in Windows, getting the audio signal you want and at the, mm -hmm. the you know, hertz rate that you want and the bit rate and all that. Once you do it, you never have to touch it again. It just saves and never changes. And you can even change, like for example, I can make my voice sound a little bit deeper or a little bit like higher like that. I'm sure I hope he's 12 again. Went... Yeah, the this, stash falls off if you go too far in that direction. <laughs> so, like you, you, and then you can change the highs and the lows and all that sort of stuff. And it just works. <laughs> like it, you plug it in, it works. You don't have issues. I need to get a stream deck. It just works. It just works. It just works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, that's why I love these mixers versus the audio interfaces. Cause I think the audio interfaces are mostly like just rip offs. They're, they're just made for people who don't know anything about audio and they're made to be as expensive as possible and as cheap as possible mm. so that, that it barely works and does the bare minimum. <laughs> Um, whereas you can just get a mixer like this, like a tiny one. This thing is tiny compared to like my old one that's back here. I'll, I'll grab it <clears> real quick. <throat> this is a super expensive, really big Yamaha mixer for like 10 different inputs. I didn't need it. I was like, you know what? Let me try this out since I'm recommending it. It looks good. And I was like, I actually like this better. It's, it's <laughs> this thing over here is the audio quality is just as good. It's tiny. Yeah, it only has five inputs, but who's going to even use five? <laughs> like, and, and it sounds great. So I don't know. You got like that whole thing. Get yourself a little round table, you know. Yeah, I with... mean, that's great for like actually mixing music or having a huge podcast or something like that. But if right. you're just you and maybe one other person, like th that's good. Like that's... <laughs> Yeah, so, and yeah. if you really needed to, you throw some USB mics on there for like in a pinch and call it a day. Yeah, so it's I'm just like, why, why, why needed anything? So 115 bucks. I mean, that's good. That, yeah. That's cheaper. That's cheaper than those Scarlet ones, I think. If I, if I remember correctly, I think those were like 130, 150. Uh, those, I mean, even even the uh, the Elgato, which as far as I can tell, is about the most plug and play, user friendly company in the world because two year olds yeah. need to be able to use it. Yeah. Um, I think those are 150. So yeah, it's even cheaper than that. Yeah. So now this one, you do need to know a little bit about like stuff to set it up to begin with in the software, but you really don't need a whole lot. It's it's pretty straightforward. All right. All right. Well, Paul, if you're watching, go buy the mixer. You're not <laughs> go, feeling well. Go jump Notepad five. Jump on Amazon. Go get it. I need an affiliate link. Uh, yeah, Paul, it's, it's you the, use the affiliate link. <laughs> it's the Soundcraft Notepad five, and it it works so good. <laughs> it, it, I was shocked. I was like, I'm switching to this because now I have more desk space. <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. And I did it even like make any sound when I picked it up? Like any noise? Mm -hmm. No yeah, crackles, no nothing. That's great. That's like the build quality is just like excellent. So I, I've, I've been looking for a small one for the longest time and could not find one because a lot of them have. So like, for example, this one um, is the only mini one that sends 48 volts phantom power. So if you have a condenser microphone or if you're using an inline preamp, you need 48 volts phantom power. If you if you have only like 15 volts or something, it might not fully power it correctly. It depends on the microphone and all that, but like gotcha. it, it, it can cause some issues. And this was the only one that could actually do it. And it, it, I was like, I found it by searching around in a forum. Like it wasn't being <laughs> promoted anywhere. I've never heard of it before. But like oh man, come on, you killed me. You, <laughs> you needed to tell me I would have got the affiliate links. Everybody go buy this thing. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, thank God I finally found something good because I've been 
like getting an XLR microphone into your PC, there's just not a lot of great options. There's a lot of okay options. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's why I just skipped XLR entirely. Like I said, if I did like a big podcast, like a round table, like if we did this live, then yeah, I would definitely have to go that yeah. route. But yeah, no. Um, so Tough Gamer Dad asked uh, a question. I was holding on to it because he's saying uh, dumb question and waiting for the piss take. Uh, he says, so why is B die so good? And I'm sure there's probably other people asking that. I mean, it's themselves. not a dumb question because most people don't even know what memory die is. It's like, it's a very niche thing to be the memory. B die is just better because it's, it's the specific type of die that they put on the memory stick that happens to not only clock higher, but has very tight timing. So like even out of the box, even XMP timings are way tighter. And so, of course, like your memory latency is is an equation between the timings and your speed. So, if all your timings are really low and your speed is really high, you're just getting really good quality. Yes, and it and overclocks the, really well. And it's easy, and it's very it's easy, and it's forgiving. Basically, if you screwed something up, your system usually won't post. Then you go, all right, that's bad. DDR5, ADI, it'll work. It'll pass tests. And still not hours. be working. <laughs> that, yeah. So that, that's that's when you go, man, I really love B die. Just nope, we're not posting. That's great. I know it's not working. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. And that's usually how it'll go. Or you'll start seeing uh, you'll get blue screens. It, it's it's very, very forgiving. And I, I would honestly say that it's so user friendly that literally anybody who wants to learn how to tune start there. And then kind of work your way around. Um, yeah, because there's other DDR4 that um, kind of behaves weirdly mm -hmm. when you start overclocking it. So, yeah, B-Die is definitely the easiest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so not only is it the best, it's also the easiest. So it's basically the perfect package. Um, yeah. So that that's the reason why we talk about it a lot. And in reality, for most people... Uh, they're going to be buying 5800X3Ds or some sort of Zen 3 because most people have AM4, so it's still very relevant. And if you don't want to dick around with DDR5, you can still go Raptor Lake or Alder Lake and go DDR4. You'll lose a little bit of performance, but it's not you know, if you're getting that $240 uh, 12700K deal, DDR4 makes more sense. Get a $140 motherboard and call it yeah. a day. There's like select scenarios with specific games where DDR5 is like significantly faster, but on average, it's like very slim. It's it's yeah. it's usually like on average probably or less for the most part. Now, as time goes on, it'll probably slowly get a little faster as more games be are developed with DDR5 in mind, um, because they'll like assume that you have more bandwidth, <laughs> but and so that it won't matter as much about your total ram latency but the bandwidth of the ram but as for now and in the immediate future it's not gonna be a huge deal for the most part yeah no i, I would say by the time b die no longer works we'll have ddr6 to talk about and i've said yeah. that many times before um yeah so uh, that's kind of my recommendation for most people but once again if you want the best DDR5, 48 gigabyte DDR5, 8,000 kits. Link down below. Feel free to That's use those. That's crazy. That's probably really nice. Um, well, 
like I was saying with Ivan, he's like, there's a reason why they're such low voltage with such crap timing. They run so hot. He's like, you need custom heat spreader and active cooling <laughs> just to just to run like XMP on those things. So <laughs> uh, my guess, actually, this is something that I did want to bring up now that we're kind of talking about all this. But uh, Computex, I found something interesting. It looks like everybody's going to be targeting that, though, with the Raptor Lake refresh. DDR5 8000 will like right now it's like super high end, but I think that's going to become like the 500, the four or $500 motherboard territory. Um, and with all of the kits that are coming out now, there's so many of them. I didn't realize that there is uh, like eight different kits of this already. I think that's going to become the new normal, the new mainstream. And if Intel's smart, they're going to have to mandate that all the reviewers use that. Like AMD basically says you're using 6,000 Expo, right? Like that's what yeah, they yeah. supply and this is what you use. If well, Intel comes out and goes, you're using 8,000. Um, and if you have, instead of one or two, maybe three boards that could do it, let's say a nice selection of boards could do it. I, I think that that would be pretty interesting. I think, so I think Raptor Rate, Raptor, I almost said Raptor Rake. <laughs> Raptor Here, Lake. Hashtag the, rap, Raptor Rake. We're going to start it. Yeah. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Uh, the, the refresh <laughs> on that, I believe, I don't think it's going to be like a huge improvement. I would guess 10, maybe 15% faster would be my guess. Oh, it's so, 10 at best. It, it'll be yeah. 6 gigahertz all core. That's what it'll so, be. So, like, if you're getting 10% out of that, the only way to really make it look good, like really good compared to Raptor Lake, is you you suggest that, you know, you, you send out the press kits with 8,000 DDR5 XMP. And, and the boards. motherboard. And then you, you know, most people, since they're using probably 6,000 CL30, if you send them, you know, 8,000 uh, CL34 or CL36, that that can bump you another 5%, you know, like that can, so maybe or, instead or of more 10%, next to 6,000, that might be an extra like 15% on top. Yeah, maybe you get another 10%. So then maybe, you know, in, instead of it looking 8% faster, maybe it's 18% faster, you know? So yeah. that's what I would do if I were them. Because like you're not lying, you're not being necessarily misleading because you're telling everybody right up front, here's what we tested with. And the reviewers who want to be thorough can go test 8,000 on the old stuff if they want. Good luck. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> well, like, with, the, um, with the boards, maybe. Depends on the chips though, yeah. Yeah, it depends. So like, and that could be something they say like, hey, listen, yeah, we gave them really fast memory, but our previous chips and the previous boards struggled to hit it. Now they don't, you know, so like it's it is it's not necessarily unrealistic. Prices are down. This is a realistic test. It's kind of like how NVIDIA says, well, we include DLSS three because it's a feature. It makes you makes your screen smoother. So why wouldn't we? And it's like that's kind of hard to argue with. It's like, yeah, it's not apples to apples. They don't look the same, but. If to the average person it looks the same and it runs smoother, is it that unfair? Like no, 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 no. If the number I can it. present to you legally is bigger, <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. It's like from their perspective, it's like it, it, there's it's totally you know legally fine for them to do it as long as they disclose it. Mm -hmm. If it's something that the new thing can do that the old can't, and it better, I mean, make sure you disclose it and make people aware that that's that's the problem with nvidia is they they don't do a good job of making people aware that like it it's not more frames necessarily in the same way that 
uh, actual frames are. They're a little bit more. Yeah, well, uh, what was it? Somebody was like, it's frame smoothing, not not. Yeah, frame... that's what I'd call it. Yeah, I mean, it's interpolation, which I guess a lot of people don't remember that. Like, what was it 10, 15 years ago? Like, that was the big thing in TVs and everything just looked wrong with that. It was on. horrible in TVs. Yeah, oh, absolutely terrible. We... It, it still exists, but it's not like a huge. It's a lot better now, first of all. And second of all, it's not like the selling point very easy to disable it's you know and it's like yeah if you have a really good tv today it typically does a good job but sometimes i walk into somebody's house and they even have a fairly new tv like oled and i'll look at it and i'll be like do you have some sort of frame interpolation on because that spaceship that just went across the sky uh it just went from here to here (laughs) like (laughs) that didn't quite make sense (laughs) yeah so I, i i i turn that stuff off in fact like yeah, it doesn't um, now look that I've right gotten really into TVs and monitors and all that sort of stuff, I have a spectrophotometer and a colorimeter and the software that I need. So like I I like turn dynamic tone mapping off. I I pull up the software and I and I correct my colorimeter to then use that to like get it to a perfect D65 white point, which then and all the RGB values are exactly where they should be with like a delta E of less than one. So it's like what I am seeing is exactly what the colorist wanted me to see <laughs> there's yeah. no frame interpolation there's no dynamic tone mapping there's no weird eleven thousand k blue filter over it like it is exactly how it was supposed to be and once you get used to that it's like if you see somebody's tv who's out of the box you're like ooh. well they're yeah they're, they're way oversaturated but i mean most people actually like that i mean on, on sometimes i do but on samsung i do not like it, it is like their quantum dot OLED TVs, like the S95B and S95C out of the box are a mess. It's horrible. <laughs> like green looks neon green, like radioactive green. It just, oh, looks yeah, awful. I've seen that. I don't even mm-hmm. know why they do it. I'm like, guys, just color calibrating. Like your displays are just better. Like you don't need to punch your brightness higher by way oversaturated. I guarantee, I guarantee you better. they, they <laughs> have the, they have the focus groups, which one looks better. And it's always, that might be true. Yeah. So some sort of nonsense, but I think it's starting to switch a little bit just cause like the AV community is kind of becoming a little more popular. So now that like home theaters are becoming more popular and stuff, because TVs are so good now that like, they, it looks better than this. So I think people are getting more into, you know, having their own dvds or or online stuff where they have all all their video and streaming it to their tvs and making a little home theater so i i I think people are getting a little bit more into accuracy than they used because they're starting to learn like oh well if i want to seriously watch movies and and play games uh and i want it to look how it should i'm spending all this money then maybe i should watch these videos to learn how to do this sort of stuff Nah, don't be poor by the most expensive thing. And uh, <laughs> yeah, just you're buy doing... Sony, they'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> they'll just charge us an extra thousand bucks and do it for you. There, there we go. <laughs> um, actually, this ties in with gold. Sorry, I, I missed your uh, super earlier. Uh, thank you for the 65 pesos. He says, Connor, uh, why monitors are being crap lately? Nothing uh, close to OLED and TV. I uh, got tired of waiting and bought a 4090. I guess he was waiting for a, a monitor and then said, screw it, I'm going with the 4090. There's good monitors. There, there are good monitors like behind me right around the corner right now i got a good monitor (laughs) it's um it's it's so heavy i'm not even gonna grab it but like (laughs) it's that 45 inch um lg 240 hertz 
OLED. Okay. It's it's got a semi matte finish, which I hate, obviously, but like the pixel density is not incredible anyway. So like, yeah, you're losing some vibrancy and contrast by having it use a semi matte finish, which isn't great. Um, but it's not like high enough resolution to really like ruin the clarity. So it's like whatever. <laughs> I guess it is what it is. But it's really nice because it's 45 inches and it's curved, um, which for me, um, that's a nice size wide. I never really liked ultra wides at 34 inches, and I, I I couldn't really put my finger on it. But when I used that 45 inch, I was like, this is what I think this is what they intend with ultra wide. Okay. Like ultra wide will still have its compatibility issues, and I still don't like that. But it's like, okay, when it when it bring when it's this much of your vertical vision and this much of your horizontal. Well, now it's taking up your whole like the majority of your field of view you're getting the true surround experience so it's it i was like ah now i get it now i get it so that's a nice one like the alienware aw3423 dw uh quantum.oled is really good because that one it's not as immersive as this one and it has a little bit lower refresh rate but it's a better image because you get the glossy finish you get the quantum.oled which gives you better color gamut vibrancy than uh w oled even even mla w oled like that is just can't quite get the image quality. It, it, it's that extra color filter and the white subpixel kind of. It, it just doesn't have the same color output. It's not quite there. Um, okay. And then you have stuff like um, like the 27 inch uh, MLA W OLEDs from LG. They're good. It, it's just that like that's when the matte finish starts to become a problem. Because it's like, okay, well, now the pixel density is good enough where, like, it actually looks pretty clean. You know, it'll never look as good as 4K. Like, the thing that the people have to understand about, like, PPI is, like, PPI kind of matters. Like, if you get a smaller screen, yeah, it'll make the image look, like, less pixelated. But, like, 1440p at 24 inches doesn't really look much better than 1440p at 32 inches. Like... Yeah, the pixels might be small enough now where you can't really see them, but the image is still only 3.6 meg. Like it's not you're not getting more pixels. <laughs> well, the resolution so, is what it is, yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. So like 4K will always look better than 1440p no matter what the size is, unless you get so small that you can't discern the difference. Then then it's just a waste. It's not that the image is worse, it's just, you're just wasting resources. <laughs> Yeah, well, so, I mean, but, that that's the argument is for most people, uh, sub 32 inch, like 4K is just not noticeable. So it just doesn't matter. That's oh, why it's way noticeably better still. It's just that like, I think, I think the problem is with like, for example, 27 inch 4K monitors versus 27 inch 1440p. If they're all using a matte finish, they kind of all look like shit anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, yeah, you got more pixels. But there's still this like filter in front of it that's diluting the image before it reaches your eyes. So uh, it looks nicer, but it's not like <laughs> night and day. You know? Right. It's well, I mean, if you take Vaseline, smear it on the best image on the planet, it's not going to look so good. It's I'm I'm glad. So people were really all about matte finishes for a while, and I'm definitely seeing it. People are starting to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I I think I think what happened was. We the the majority of people buying monitors in like the '90s and 2000s were when we did have glossy displays. Uh, we're using it for work. They weren't using it to watch movies and play video games at high resolution. So for them, it was annoying to have direct reflections um, on their screen. 
So they wanted a matte screen. Well, the, the monitor industry got that in their head that everybody wants a matte screen. Well, as we started to get really high-end monitors TVs, obviously TVs have stuck stuck with glossy because it just looks better. It always will. It's a cleaner um, image, yeah. It's just a cleaner image. Yeah. You you it's not even just like the the clarity, but also the like we can literally measure with tools. It has a better contrast ratio and, and, and higher like color gain and stuff. Like it's just better. Um but I think as we start getting really good monitors, people are starting to realize after they've used stuff like the LGC2 OLED or or other OLED TVs that are that are glossy, and then they go back to monitor. They're like, "What the hell is this?" So they're like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute," because because it's like, okay, well, this is it's because it's no longer a 1080p 60 hertz monitor that's LCD that can't actually like show you true blacks. Now you can see actual black, and you have like actually high refresh, right? Actually high resolution. Well, when you have all that stuff, now it really matters. Like now it's like okay. So that's why I'm I'm in, a, I'm in a spot where I'm like budget monitors. I don't care if it has a matte finish. Like obviously I'd prefer if it didn't, but like who really cares budget, right? Like you get what you get. <laughs> and like office. That, that, that's basically the conversation of this whole podcast. Yeah, and it's just like you, you gotta you gotta kind of put up with some stuff if you're not really willing to spend a ton of money. I, that's fine. I get it. It's it's just so, like, so. So what you're saying is don't be poor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're ruining my campaign. <laughs> Well, you're literally making the same <laughs> argument. Um, <laughs> but like, and like office monitors, matte finish makes sense. Because if you're in the office yes. all day and you're using a 1080p monitor, who cares about the image? Well, it's not even that. You have the, the lights all over the you place. Got windows you windows all over you and You don't stuff. want like, all that crap. Yeah. Nobody cares about the image quality. All you're trying to do is get your work done without having a headache. So who cares? If it has a matte finish, great. That's, that's exactly what it's for. Right. is for for work laptops and and 60 boom finish if it's 60 hertz matte finish above 60 uh, yeah, hertz glossy done boom and, and it, or solved. like once you go oled like come on glossy or if you go mini led like glossy like even if it's still 1440p like let's no this is not and it's something that just shouldn't even be acceptable because it's like sure can a matte finish display look good yes it can but it could have looked a lot better. Like, why, why are we doing this? Like, if we're spending, it's it's a point where it's like, once it reaches over $500, I'm like, okay, this I would consider at least a semi-premium device at this point, especially once you reach over 1000 It should have premium features, just like TVs. A premium TV has a glossy finish, a cheap one has a, like, that. that's just how it should be. So now, thankfully, Samsung is doing glossy and they're going to have more glossies out. So. That's great. There's going to be great monitors out by 2025. Until then, you're basically stuck with the uh, Quantum Dot OLED Ultra Wides and the Matte Finish LG OLEDs. Those are the best monitors out there. Um, they all have their pros and cons, and you got to choose what's best. You know, basically. I mean, LG does have like the C2 and C2 glossy, but those are nowhere near as bright and don't have as much color. Uh, volume as their MLA stuff. So it, it just no matter what you choose, there's a trade off. I just decided for me, the trade off was going to be size. I went, I don't want an image trade off at all. I'll just take the 55 inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going big, boys. Going yeah. big or going home. So that's it, no matter what you choose, there's some trade off you're going to have to move, use, do with right now. And that's not going to change until we get to 2025. Uh, when we have basically perfect monitors. And even then, OLED is not a perfect technology. Like, um, mini LED will show you how OLED falls short on some stuff. Like, 
there, there's some scenes where you could see in a movie or a game or whatever where like it should be bright and OLED just can't get bright enough to give you the authentic image that you should be getting. Realistically, we need micro LEDs so that we can have like 4,000 nit highlights on like the sun and still have a thousand nits on like the ground. Yeah, I'm I'm good without that. I'm I'm no, I don't want my TV blinding me. I'm okay <laughs> with not bright. I actually turn down the brightness on all my TVs. I like a very dim image. Uh, I do not like bright screens. Yeah, well, and like if, if you don't like it, you don't have to run it. But like for yeah. the for the purists out there who want to have like the highest dynamic range, the closest to like even fourth, even ten thousand nits won't be bright enough to like show you stuff we see in real life but that doesn't mean you want to actually see that it, you're like <laughs> i don't want to actually stare in the sun and have a hundred thousand nits on the screen like that's like there's a limit and i think people have agreed probably about ten thousand nits is the limit on what we're going to ever show on a screen uh because at that point like you there's such an enormous dynamic range that like you don't really need to go higher to get the gist of this is very accurate to like what you would see in real life maybe it's not exactly as bright but it's close enough like you know i think you're giving me an idea for another affiliate link (laughs) windows yeah (laughs) perfect color perfect brightness no screen no screen (laughs) yeah well yeah exactly well some people would complain about like glossy fish like i can't see anything and i and i just I was being really cheeky. I just send them an Amazon affiliate link to a window blind and a light switch. <laughs> like problem solved. Close your blinds and turn the lights off. There you go. Some bl- get get some blackout shades. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I mean, that's what I I usually leave mine like a quarter of the way open over there, just to have some natural light coming in. Um, mm-hmm. But if it was like right next to me, I, I'd be black blackout. Like the, because it's like if you're spending a lot of money on your display, don't ruin it by just having the window open it's like well i want the window open okay if you want the window open don't watch tv <laughs> like <laughs> close them when you watch open them when you don't because you're spending way too much money on this stuff or even better be don't be it. poor go buy a better house where the That's room right. and the lighting there <laughs> we go i'm gonna Only i'm gonna need i'm gonna need some contractor links. affiliate links i'm gonna need some real estate affiliate links there we go i'm gonna need <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't uh, know I've, I've been getting more into monitors recently because like listen i love i love graphics cards and cpus and all that stuff but like ultimately what determines how much you enjoy playing the game is like what you're looking and that's going to be determined by the screen you buy yeah i'd even disagree there like the game the screen could be dog shit if the game's fun you won't care well yeah obviously first the game has to be good so it's like the game has to be good well that that then, that's rare enough in and of itself yeah yeah and then <laughs> if you're playing a good game it makes it way better if you have a really good screen and then it makes it way better if you can actually run that really good screen so it's like in that order game yeah. screen graphics <laughs> yeah and inputs and all the stuff yeah oh yeah then, then you in like um i got this crazy signature mouse or whatever because it's a little bit better <laughs> so i was like why not <laughs> I, I know people at Razor. That, that's so. right, guys. That's right, guys. Don't be poor. Why not? 2% better. Yeah, really screw it. it. You, you heard it here. Go buy a better house if you can't do glossy. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it does help. Having good peripherals does help. I mean, if you're using something really bad, if you get like a nice wireless, good. Yeah, uh, that, that's my challenge to anybody who thinks that they can pee. Go to like blurry, matte, 1080p, 60 monitor, 
like the old PS2 jank ass mm-hmm. mouse and keyboard. And if you're still on the leaderboards and you're still top ranking, you can compete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, that, that's when you be... buy the high end gear and go make money. Yeah, you know, that that's where, you know, honestly, there should be like uh, before you consider buying a 240 hertz or 360 hertz monitor, go on your mom's computer. <laughs> still <laughs> grandma's game monitor. And play, yeah. And if you're still doing good, okay, you will benefit. <laughs> <laughs> That's well. That's what I. That's what I used to do uh, in high school with uh, Unreal Tournament because I, I. They let me take my laptop. Those fools. But anyways, um, yeah. I would just steal like the crappy mouse that they had uh, on the computers, and I'd just plug it in and, and use that. And I was still owning bitches. And this was on an LCD from like the early two thousands on a laptop, which is complete dog shit. And everybody else is on CRTs. Oh, uh, yeah. it, it's like that's when I knew I was pretty good at the game. Yeah. Well, these days we have it really, really good. I mean, 144 hertz. Is- and like, uh, pe- I've had people tell me like, "Oh, you can't do well." And I like, I play a lot of Apex now. Like, you can't do well at less than 240 hertz. Or whatever. And I was like, "Dude, I get in." I I think people consider it. I don't. People consider it like the hardest seat. One of the hardest seasons is either the hardest or the hardest. Um, I got like the the rank below the highest playing on a i think it was like a 48 inch 120 hertz oled okay like like <laughs> like clearly we clearly that's pretty good like you know i i just like yeah could i have done better on the 240 probably but so you heard it here first it. Go, go no you go with the 240 i, I just you heard you could do better <laughs> maybe you would have gotten top rank see yeah. see 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 Con- connor connor's trying to downplay it but you need well, you really need the 360 uh 1440p. Uh that's what you really need. With the ULMB2, yep. You need yeah, that yeah. thousand hertz whatever the, motion that, rate. That's right. Um <laughs> basically sell your car, go get a new monitor, a new graphics card, a new CPU, and call it back. Yeah. Uh, well, and um <laughs> the thing so the thing about Apex is like the reason why I'm never gonna try and get the top rank is because it's like you rank up until it's called masters. Then after masters, you just have to keep getting points. You stop ranking, and whoever the top seven hundred fifty people in the world just have the highest amount of points. So whoever plays the most mm-hmm. <laughs> will just be the best. Because I mean, obviously you have to be good to keep winning. Well, but like, well, that's what happens just... when you're in the the point zero 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 one percent of players. You then not only have to make that, you also have to play more than all the rest you, of you them. You just have to play more than everybody else because if you're not winning more games, you're not you're no longer in the highest rank because somebody else is playing. So I'm like, I actually have a job. <laughs> like <laughs> like I, I actually have things I have to do. This this is where I stop. Like this is that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess they have to kind of do it like that because otherwise you just get to the top and stop playing and just go, Oh, I own the season. Uh, cause yeah. you'll never, you'll obviously never lose, but I figure if you play at least like they should have something reasonable, but they want people constantly in the games and addicted yeah, and that's a whole other topic of conversation. I mean, you would have to be, yeah, you'd have to be playing that game every single day at, I, I feel like at least four to six hours, like at, at a minimum, it, it'd have to be like almost job levels. Well, it'd have like, to be your job. Yeah. You'd have yeah, to Yeah, Cause it. otherwise you just won't, I mean, unless you got in like really, really quickly somehow before everybody else raked up a bunch of points <laughs> but if you're like halfway through a season or something and you're trying to get into the top rank it's like yeah you just have to make this your job and i'm like yeah i'm i'm good i'll play it 
I'll play it like a couple hours here and there. Yeah, every other night right. or whatever. Yeah. We, we we got a lot of stuff out of Connor in this uh, video, so we can't compete. We just confirmed that. Yeah, that's um, it. Don't don't, <laughs> don't be poor and buy the best of everything because then you can compete. But you also have to spend all your time on it. So you got to spend all of yeah. your money and all of your time. So you have to quit your job and you spend all of your money. It's kind of a conundrum, but this is how you get competitive, apparently. So uh, or I'm, you I'm figuring think, it yeah. out. Yeah. Or or you just have to donate and then you just or just give yeah. yourself whatever badge you want. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that's right. Or I mean, when you really think about it, the hundred dollar dono to be competitive is literally the best deal on the internet. You don't have to buy anything else. You don't have to buy a new house. Yeah, he'll just yeah. tell you. He'll just tell you if you want to call yourself an apex predator. He'll just say yes. <laughs> of, of course you are. You got. You have a red dono. Of course you do. <laughs> Duh. Everybody else is wrong. You're the smartest. That could yep. be you. Yeah. See, it's yeah. the best deal in the world there. And you can save a ton of money. Uh, all right. We got to get to questions. Uh, Ivan did have a question for you. He said, uh, ask Connor about what he thinks about companies giving him samples and sponsoring uh, to influencers instead of tech tubers. He says, do you think the uh, age of the tech tuber is over? No, nah, I mean, there will always be people who want like more informed information, but like yeah, giving stuff to like influencers, I don't care. You know, like it's like if that's what they want to do, you know, I mean, as long it's as their, it's their it legally, stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, as long as they do it legally <laughs> and they like tell you up front, I was given this, it's kind of like some companies will send me, like, I, I on my other channel, I have companies send me monitors. And, you know, usually I try and make sure that it's a company that I would have liked it already so that we have like a good cooperation because I would have recommended it anyway. But there's been times when people send me stuff and I don't recommend it. And the good companies will take your feedback and make changes and send you something new. The bad ones will stop talking to you. <laughs> um, that's the best way to handle that. Um, but I really don't have a problem with people sending samples and stuff uh, to, to e even influencers. That's fine. If, you know, if somebody wants to be more informed, they'll watch someone else and there's nothing you can do about it anyway. Like the, if the company likes <laughs> an influencer just saying, Hey, I love this without even testing it. If that's easier for them, they're going to do it. Like, well, if, you, <laughs> if you think about it, if you give, let's say the RTX 40 or 50, 90, uh, just like a uh, game reviewer X, right? He's, of they're course he's going to be like, the, he's going to be like, this thing's it. great. This is way better than the thing I had before. Cause, cause the, uh, the comparison sample size is literally the thing that he's using now, right? Yeah, so it's compared to one those. thing. We're giving them ideas. <laughs> oh no, they're already they're already doing this. That, that, <laughs> that, 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 that's why that's why it's I'm like too late. This, is, yeah. this is a safe one for me to do. But yeah, I mean, literally the sampling informed people is the worst thing that these companies can do because they're informed. Sampling people that'll be like, oh yeah, clearly this is better than whatever it is I'm using now they're going to say nice things because it's clearly better. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's like when I used to get new monitors stuff when, before I knew hardly anything about monitors, I would have, like, you could have given me, for example, the, like, the Neo G8, that 240 hertz 4K. At the time, before I knew a lot about monitors, I was like, oh, you know, it has its issues, but I really like it. As I've tested more monitors, I've changed my mind. I've gone, it has too many issues. You should <laughs> be saying this. <laughs> monitors will stop showing up. Uh-oh, he's it's getting like, picky there's, now. There's Get too many here. issues with this. It's too expensive. I can't recommend it anymore. Like, you just know. Like, and even back then, I think I was like, yeah, I recommend it if, you know. <laughs> 
but it's like but that's an example of like people who aren't as well informed are just going to be happier with it but once you know more it's kind of like a movie critic who's seen a lot of movies they're going to be more critical yeah well it also makes you a little bit more detached i mean you know uh when when we go and i know you're going to do it too so one once the refresh comes intel sends us samples ivan's guys buy him one uh, and then we're all eyeballing the 8500 DDR5, and we're like, 9000 might be possible. And uh, we're sitting there gunning for that. There's going to be a very, very small group of people that are actually interested in that. Most people will just be like, oh, yeah, cool. There's a DDR5 8000 kits. They work now. Cool. Every reviewer says it now works type of thing. Uh, and they're going to be perfectly happy with that. Joe normally typically just wants the plug-and-play solution. Um you're talking to a very small audience of well, the people yeah. that actually know and then want to know these things um, outside of the people that want the FOMO. Those those are the easiest people to capture. They don't actually really care. They just want to know what the best is and then tell have you tell them what to buy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I've actually reached a point where I recommend DDR5 overclocking to nobody. <laughs> like, I mean, to, to literally nobody. <laughs> I don't even recommend RAM overclocking in general to almost anybody. It's just, it's a huge amount of time. And yes, it, it in, in some cases can be the largest performance increase you'll ever get. But the problem is people aren't going to test it properly. They just won't. They won't. So I just can't recommend people do it. And even if you are going to like actually test it properly, it's a huge amount of time. It's just not, it, I just can't recommend people do it. So I'll do it. And, and I could even tell you how to do it, but I'm going to say, I don't recommend you do it. <laughs> like, like once you're in, you're in. But if you're, if you're just starting, it's like, no, just don't do it. Just stop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that, that's why I recommend everybody go, go buy a two, $300 beater PC. Play on that one. You can break it, let it run, you know, stability tests over in a corner or something. You know, the, that's, that's how you learn. You don't, you don't use your main rig to learn on uh, or i don't no, recommend it not, i yeah i don't don't do that but no i do suggest well, I everybody did. go <laughs> learn because uh you know obviously with the all these unplayable and unoptimized games if you have a tuned system guess what they're perfectly fine oh so, yeah all these games i run that are allegedly unplayable i'm like uh it's like you know it could be better but it's bad <laughs> like, it yeah it, it's definitely playable yeah and this is the case like in my entire discord it's like that nah, it's fine i've played it and it's fine and i played it and it's fine uh it's but, like you know when you're getting a 30 percent increase from a cpu and memory overclock and it actually gets taken advantage of it's like yeah you're gonna have a better time <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so i mean it's, it's definitely something that i do recommend everybody learn to do um because it's beneficial it's free performance basically it'll save you from requiring an upgrade for probably another generation so it will end up saving you money meanwhile i'll keep saying if you want to be ivan will say it connor's gonna start doing it. connor says it in the nice way but he says don't be poor you need to compete <laughs> but you know deep down inside if you tuned your system and you're very happy with it like connor is you know he's probably no nah, he's gonna change it but he he at least thinks that he's not and you, you'll be more happy and more satisfied well, listen here's here's what i'm gonna do to scratch the hardware bug i'm gonna uh -huh. if i can get like intel to send me cpus or something again um i'll i'll test it in a another system <laughs> and, and that but i'm not going to change my main rig i'm going to go at least two generations on the cpu just because it's just such a pain to like reinstall windows and 
get a new CPU and retune the memory and do all that stuff that like, as long as I'm happy with the frame rate I'm getting, which right now I only need 144, which is pretty easy to do the vast majority of games. I, there's just not a good reason for me to upgrade. Now, if I was someone on a 360 hertz monitor, yeah, I'd probably be fiending for an upgrade right now because you'd be like, oh, I have so many games where my CPU is holding me back. Well, if 144, this is not happening. Like, <laughs> and to be realistic, I probably won't be moving to a monitor anytime soon because no matter how good the monitors get, the compromises will be, the list will be too long for me to be satisfied. <laughs> and so I'm probably going to be sticking with the TV. Uh, I wish things were different, but they're not. It's <laughs> so basically Connor's not changing anything till, uh, till I'll micro get new graphics cards. I'll like, um, or like, it, like I, I wouldn't get a 4090 Ti unless it has like DisplayPort 2.1, right? Oh, it won't. Like, the, the architecture is They, they probably set. won't. Like, so if it's not, I'm like, yeah, I could get 10% more performance. Or I could just save myself a bunch of work for an amount of performance I'll barely notice. Like, it just... It, yeah, no, be, but... For you, me, it's got to be at least 20%. If you give me at least 20%, I'll think about it. <laughs> Uh, well, you get the 48 gigs of RAM on the on the Titan, and it'll clock to 3.5 gigahertz, and it'll cost only $4,000. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so, so totally go for it. Uh, so I can't read questions on my thing. Can you pull up your Discord and go under my Q&A section? And my phone's uh, upstairs yeah, charging. I, I, I forgot that's a thing, because Paul's usually one streaming. Let's see. Where's... Okay, I'm in your server. Let's see. Video discussion? Is that or is it video? That'd be QA. Oh, QA. There we go. Okay. All right. And... Which one did you just do? Did well, you do I, any I... of these yet or no? No, so I didn't read did... any of them. You were uh, just she... doing Ivan's question, right? Yeah, that, that was his. Okay. So we'd start off with. Uh, it's Emmerich. after I told everybody we we're going live in like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, months. okay. So Emmerich says since games seem to be developed with console generations in mind, do you think it would be better to design console game ports with certain P with a certain PC generation standard? Since consoles and PCs do not perform in the same way, why not have a specific hardware target for PC? I.e. eight core CPUs at five gigahertz, sixteen gigabytes VRAM GPU at twenty two hundred megahertz. So right, you can stop there. I, I mean, the I, I think yeah. Yeah. I the the, the, the simple answer is is they want their game to look and run the best on consoles period and the hell with pc because they shouldn't be poor and should spend more money and get whatever it takes to well, run the damn thing so the other thing is with pc it's not like it's not the same as console so first of all not only does console like typically is it more efficient with the hardware has but also like a six core cpu on like raptor lake is not the same as an eight core cpu from zen 2 like the, the, that raptor lake cpu just has more resources than that eight core. It's faster. Like it's a, a lot four faster. Core, yeah. A four core Raptor Lake could be as faster, faster, even when fully utilized, than a Zen two eight core. Like let's say they they perfectly use that eight core. It may it's also it's also not a real Zen two either. It's only got sixteen megs of L three. So. Yeah. So like that that CPU being one hundred percent perfectly utilized and coded for correctly may only be as fast as a four core Raptor Lake. You know. Because it, that they might actually have the same amount of resources, so when fully utilized, both may be roughly the same. So it, it just doesn't make sense to do that. And like PCs also can adjust settings. So like, why? Like if if you don't need 16 gigabytes of RAM, sure, maybe to do every absolute news game 
at ultra settings, 16 gigabytes of VRAM is fine. But if you're okay with turning like a couple settings down, you don't need 16. So like, th this is why we don't do that. That's my opinion on it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's plus consoles. They don't have any shader caching um, because it's fixed hardware. So that's all, all that CPU resources is freed up 100% on consoles. So even though it's a Zen two and it's a very weak Zen two CPU, your PC has to do things that that doesn't even have to do. It's all done. So like, it's a completely different experience, but the goal is, is to get the games looking and running as best as possible on there. And then PC gamers just have to deal. That's, that's how it goes. This is how it's always been. All right, and then I'm moving on to Marty. He said, hey, Connor, great to have you back on Techonomics. We missed you, buddy. All right, well, thanks. <laughs> those are uh, always nice. I like those. Um, yeah, it's it's great to read the good, uh, helpful comments like that, which our communities are typically actually very, they're all very good. <laughs> but anyway, he says, what's it, uh, what's it been like for you setting up a new channel? Any advice slash tips you can share? And then he also said, if NVIDIA GPUs are best, why do console use AMD GPUs. So I'll tackle the first one. Uh, setting up a new channel can be tough. Um, now, since I already have one to kind of like advertise it, it was a lot easier. Because uh, yes. like once you establish a, uh, a community, even if you make different content, a certain amount of them will go over right away, which helps mm -hmm. you. Uh, but if you're starting from scratch, I, I, and some people won't like to hear this, but genuinely, I don't recommend doing it unless you're willing to not make money for a very long time and maybe stop making money or not really make much money ever. <laughs> so you got to like it. You got to really like like doing it and be okay with not necessarily bringing it. It, ha it has to be for fun. You have to do it for fun for at least a year or two, minimum. Yeah. So you, you got to enjoy doing it. Otherwise, because it, it can be a lot of work too. So if you, if you don't enjoy doing it at all, or you find yourself dreading doing it, just stop. <laughs> like stop, <because laughs> it's you're, you're going to be putting a lot of work and probably not getting a lot of turns return for a long time. So that that's that's my opinion on that. So just just be prepared if you're going to do that. You may yeah. Not I'd say I'd opinion. say it's worse today because there's so many people willing to buy nice cameras right from the jump. Like oh, back yeah. when I started, I just used the C920 like sixty dollar webcam. And I was using a Rock Band microphone. Yeah, the competition <laughs> is very incredibly fierce now. And then he said, yeah, so if NVIDIA GPUs are best, why use consoles? Well, NVIDIA GPUs are at the high end the best, <laughs> but not necessarily the case once you go down a little bit. Because at that point, like, you know, ray tracing doesn't really matter that much at 6700 XT level. Then is NVIDIA the best? Depends. Depends on what you're doing. Um, yeah, basically, consoles don't use any of the software stack. NVIDIA is the best because on PC, all of their software ecosystem is utilized. On console, none of that gets used. Yeah, and, and AMD gives you um, gives them like really good price on console. That's why I use it. Yeah, that and APU. Yeah, it's it's a bundle thing. Yeah. And then Victor says, question is the 5800X3D going to be able to spread its wings on a Mag B550 Tomahawk board? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I do recommend going with the B series boards, uh, or the not the B series, the 500 series board. You're gonna want Gen 4 PCI eventually. So like, I I don't like the the B450s. Like those motherboards are just dog shit to be honest. Even the high end ones are pretty crap, especially the 300 series. They're yeah. they're just made like junk. You're just better off getting a cheaper B550 motherboard. Uh, 
I mean, at the very least, you're gonna have PCIe four, and that's totally worth it. But other than that, don't worry about it. Yeah, the only reason I like B four fifty is it's dirt cheap. So like, if you don't care, <laughs> that's it. That, that's the only reason. Um, right. All right. Uh, next one from Project Helios. He says, "So I have a question. I want to buy the forty ninety, but with the melting power pins, I'm unsure." And also, will 4090 slash super slash TI come? But will it be less than a thousand? I can pretty much answer all this. Um, I wouldn't be worried about melting power pins. Just make sure you plug them in all the way and don't like yank on it right at the connection port, and you'll be fine. Should not have any issues. the The, the likelihood of you having a melting thing if you handle it correctly is very. It, and and if it's going to happen, it'll happen probably pretty quick. <laughs> And then you'll get it replaced. Uh, like, and I, I mean, very. It, it would have to be an actual manufacturing defect. So just make sure there's nothing like no, like cat or dog hair or other like stuff in the connection port when you're plugging it in. You make do sure some you dust off. Yeah. And, and, and then make sure you have it fully plugged in when you do. And so you hear the click. And if you don't hear the click, just make sure that there's no gap between the, uh, where it's connect, uh, the connector and the actual connection point. If you do that, <laughs> And just wiggle it in, you know. Use a little bit of force, but not too much. Wiggle it in, and if it's in, it's in. It's you're not gonna have problems. Um, and <laughs> All right, real, real quick, I gotta jump in. We got Panic Bow with the 55 Canadian. He got the half compete with the uh, orangutan peen. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> hey. <laughs> that that you that's know. his thing. He just he just throws it in for the for the last. I like it. I like it. Good stuff. And he won't. He he purposefully will not compete. Like he would rather do two of the fifties or something. <laughs> but uh, I love you. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you. And then you're saying, will a forty ninety super slash ti come out? Yeah, definitely. At some point, I when we can't say for sure, but like they're they're definitely going to make because they they'll be able to charge. And it will be less than two thousand. No, they're going to charge two thousand dollars for it. It'll either be a ti or super, probably next year. Well, I'm holding firm that they're just going to go straight for the Titan. But I think what they will do is you'll probably get a 4090 Ti next spring with the 5090 launching in the fall. So what they're going to do is they're going to go very, very small volume because they know only the super crazies are going to buy them. So everybody who watches Ivan's channel and buys everything he tells them and then they're going to double dip and have them buy the 5090 like six months later. Yeah, they'll they'll probably do it less than twelve months from the fifty series, sure. So that's that's what I'd expect. And yeah, it'll be like ninety nine. They'll use that twenty four gigabit per second memory. It'll have higher clocks, better bin silicon, and it'll have the full eighteen thousand CUDA. That that's it. You'll probably get ten, maybe fifteen percent performance out of it because it yeah. scale real well. So, um, yeah, that's that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I still think we're going to get the Titan this fall. So this way, everybody around Christmas time, who's got the big money, they'll take advantage of them. And then they'll get the pours, the people that can only afford 2000 or so. Uh, they'll get them in the spring. And then then they'll get everybody again in the fall because they'll probably only bump up about 100 bucks, I'd imagine. Um, but the 90 will never be the flagship, I think. There's always going to be something one just that little bit better uh they might as well go for three grand and do a titan double the vram they might as well 
I was super shocked that didn't happen at Computex. Like literally, I I would have put a hundred on that one. I would have lost that bet hands down because I'm like, of course he's gonna come out and be like thirty five hundred, four thousand dollars, forty eight gigabyte. It's not for gaming, but it's the fastest gaming CPU in the world. But it's not for gaming. It's meant for blah 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 bullshit. The same thing that they always do. From a business perspective, like from their perspective, it would make sense to launch that because like they don't have competition up there and they can do whatever that yeah so and and then like i said then a few months later they can come out with the 4090 ti which will be maybe instead of the 144 sms it's 140 so it's like oh but but it's like two grand so it somehow makes that look good so once again the pores that can only afford two grand can be like oh shit i can't do four thousand i can do two uh, <laughs> you yeah, know and then they get... they're like afraid of doing it and i'm like you guys are already ripping everybody off, like at every section. Like other than maybe the forty ninety, it's very expensive, but it's very very fast. Like you're already ripping everybody off from forty eighty and below. You might as <laughs> pretty well. much. <laughs> like, like what? What are you? Why are you even afraid? Like uh, you're already like the four hundred dollar forty sixty Ti makes you look worse than a thirty five hundred dollar. It does. <laughs> it does. Like, it, I, I it have does. no idea why you're afraid. I don't I don't think it's a fear thing. I think either the dies are selling elsewhere because they'll have to be the full die or at least maybe uh, yeah, 142 maybe using them for data center stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They might be yielding, uh, you know, sent selling all those off and uh, they have to wait for that or could be they're waiting for the RAM technology to get cheaper or, or something. The only reason why it doesn't exist now is because they can make more money on it later. Like they've already figured it out. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. And then we have Northern Lime, who says, <laughs> do you guys have any favorite sci-fi books? Um, then he looks like he fat-fingered it. <laughs> um, sci-fi books? Gosh, it's been a while since I've read like a sci-fi book. I've um, never been big into fiction. I like I read. I used to read sci-fi books when I was younger, but like I, it was mostly fantasy. So I, I, I actually can't. I don't think I can answer that because I. It was. It's mostly fantasy stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I'm slowly reading um the Witcher books right now. So, that's that's the closest to an answer you'll get right now. There you go. Yeah. No. For me, like I, anything that I read is it's it's always uh well, I read the Bible. Got to read that. Learning on that one, and then it's always like how to do shit stuff, like how to make alcohol. All right. Yeah. Let's read that. Or yeah, that that's me. Like if I want the the escapism i'm playing a video game or i'm watching a movie it's it's these days with how um like not only how good the screens are and stuff but also how like interact it can be hard to like sit down and read sometimes you know it, 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 they make it very easy to get on your phone you know <laughs> <laughs> well there's that too Oh, and there's so uh, many times I'm just like, oh, man, I'm going to go to bed. I'll jump on Discord. Like somebody will message me and they'll message them back. And then it's an hour or two later. It's like, no, oh. I chalk that up as work, though. Yeah. <laughs> like I was working. The, the final one from Victor is question off topic. Your thoughts on Vision Pro and price. I honestly haven't seen that. I don't know what he's talking about. Vision Pro. What the heck? I could look it up. Uh, yeah. Since neither of us know, we'll look it up. Vision, Vision Pro, is Pro. that what this is? Oh, is this oh, the thing? Oh, they actually announced this? Yeah, oh, yeah, Celso sent this over to me. Yeah, so basically they give you like 16 more cores, like e-cores or whatever, 
Basically, it's like a smidge better. It's like uh, like a 3090 to a 3090 Ti sort of difference. <laughs> Man, they want a thousand bucks for it. <laughs> well, no, I'm looking at um, Vision Pro VR headset. It looks like it's an AR headset. Oh, he's talking about that. Oh, no. Uh, Celso sent me over something about the new Apples, the, the M3s or whatever they're coming out with. Yeah, they're going to give you basically like a 5% performance boost for an extra G. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, they really fell off with that that Mac stuff. Um this is interesting. What what's the let me look at the resolution. See, I I kind of am interested in VR right now just cuz like I feel like we're on the cusp of it getting good. Um once we reach uh Wi-Fi 7 support and stuff, the latency will be very very low. And we you do have enough like bandwidth and stuff with AV1 and all that to send like a good quality image at a at a low um latency to to have like a good wireless vr experience but um so so i've been kind of keeping up on this stuff but i i forgot that they were doing this god it looks so goofy with like you you should look at like some of these people they have it on you can see their eyes through it it just looks kind of goofy but um let's see see. more pixels than a 4k tv for each eye okay so that's what i was hearing too so it's micro oled displays Okay. And I believe they're like probably what forty ninety six by forty ninety six in each eye, but let me check. They're not really telling. It has an M two chip in it and another processor. And it looks like that is like gog- goggles for, for the pool type of thing. Now, can this do like fully enclosed VR or is it AR only? I don't know. I that that could be really cool. I just have a feeling it's going to be so so expensive, and then it'll be like locked down to the Apple ecosystem that'll just kill it. Um, yeah yeah apple can't design cool shit that only runs on apple unfortunately well yeah. once again they're not going to want mass adoption like that that's apple's whole thing we don't want everybody to get this we, See, we, the, we they're so the such a is, weird company they are because okay so it's thirty five hundred dollars apparently and like, listen, that that's ridiculous. But like, I could see some VR enthusiasts getting into it. But if if you can't run PC games on it, like nobody's gonna buy this. Like, who's gonna buy a VR mixed reality headset? The porn, the, the porn Apple enthusiasts system? will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> it it just seems silly to me. I don't know. Like, it, it it's the hardware is fantastic. It looks incredible. But if you're locked in the Apple ecosystem, it's just dead on arrival. It just doesn't. VR has to be open or nobody's like it's it's already hard enough to get software to lock you in is just dead like that's dead yeah but I agree. I, that's it so um i all i don't right. think yeah i didn't even ask people to ask <laughs> questions, so. that's all right we, we ran over and uh i i gotta get on yeah. out here my wife's got some work she's gotta get done so yeah, uh same. yeah I want to start off by thanking Connor. You made it the whole way, so thank you for that. Uh, we were expecting him to have to split, and thank you for reading the questions because I forgot to charge my phone, and uh, that would have been awkward because I asked for questions yeah. and then not being able to read them. That would have been really weird. But uh, I want to thank all of you guys for making it to the end, and uh, thank you so much for your support. You guys really do help keep the lights on and keep everything going. I'm not going to lie. And uh, Paul obviously gets his normal cut, so he thanks you. He's in bed sick and, you know, Making sure that he can still feed his kids is always a good thing. So I want to thank you all of you guys there. If you do want to continue the conversations, like I mentioned uh, yesterday, we uh, kind of talked about 
all sorts of stuff on the Discord, and I probe you guys and try to tailor everything. You can go ahead and do that by uh, or join by clicking the little join button down below or becoming a Patreon member uh, to either of our channels. You get both Discords. It's a package deal. So that's great. Sports both of us, and you can help out. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, really all I have for you here today. Go watch Connor's video. Did you put it out yet? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, go... <laughs> Go go watch uh, the video I put out on the on um, actually my main channel yeah on my go go check graphically challenged watch the watch the most recent video because I'm sure my main viewers probably won't <laughs> click me on it as much because it's like you know display stuff but you know how it well is. well you if you found up. if you found the monitor chat uh, fun and interesting go check out his uh, his channel or even better just go over there and hit the like button for having him show up and spend some time with us so show him some love there um, and yeah that's all I have for you guys here today and I'll catch you guys in the next video. All righty.